This is the Mighty Quinn. Warning, you guys. This podcast is explicit. Yes. It is adult content. Yes. It's not for kids. The views and opinions are by us and nobody else. So, if you're looking for something without adult content, I suggest you go somewhere else. Bye now. Oh, gotcha. So, because there were oh, posters. They really didn't like America. Oh, yeah. There were posters of Bush up, and they had, like, slandered it and, like, red x amount. Like, oh, yeah. They really yeah. did not like Americans. Yeah, no. I was walking down the road. These guys were like, hey, hey, hey. And I could hear them behind me, and Kelly wasn't beside me. So I was like, just keep going, just keep going, just keep going. They're like, wait, 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 wait. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Wait, wait, wait. And I turn around. It's freaking Mormons. <laughs> I was like, really? Like, <laughs> we're in Australia and I'm getting tracked traced by Mormons? I actually found so. out uh, a little bit ago that uh, my nephew, he's on a mission in central Mexico. Oh. And uh, there was 70 missionaries. They all got robbed at gunpoint. I bet. Just uh, yesterday it happened. Jesus Are wants us for a mission. Yeah, I'm serious. It's a hard... And I, I, I don't know how much you guys have been around missionaries, but these are the brokest kids in the world. And the like they have the oh, yeah. kids. They've they haven't been out of a bubble yeah. like most of them. Yeah, have. no, they they all lost their wallets, lost their phones, lost they their, didn't their, lose their life. They lost. Yeah, exactly. Where's they my bicycle? Where is my bicycle? Yeah, the mission oh president gosh. got me one. Yeah, he. He, he got he got robbed quicker than shit. So. Hey, you heard the rhythmics growing up. Don't mess with the missionary now. Yeah, but <laughs> tell you what, if I was in Mexico, I'd give him a gun to pack around. <laughs> yeah, my son, he's getting a job and going to California. He's like, Mom, I really want a gun. And I was like, Really? For what? Well, I don't feel comfortable in California without a gun. And I was like. Well, you no, do no. know California is anti-gun, right? Like, you have to lock up the gun, then you have to lock up the clip, then you have to lock up the ammunition. So by the time you get to the ammo, the clip, and the gun, you're dead. Yeah. And he's like, oh. I said, so. I'll I buy you a, a hammer. I need a bat. Yeah. <laughs> I'll I, buy I, you a I hammer. I said, I'll, I'll give you a I'm knife, I'll give you a bat. But picking up baseball. Like, <laughs> by the time you get to a gun, like, dude, you're dead. You're you're gone. Like, there's no home. <laughs> There's no point in being lawfully carrying a gun in California. <laughs> uh, oh, we're back. What episode right. are we on now? Come we're on, on episode 27, coming to you from the Uinta Basin, the armpit of Utah, uh, with a special guest, uh, Crystal Wilkins. 
Thank you. Yeah. We're glad to have you, Cody and I. Hey. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So uh, what's new? Tell us about yourself. Well, let's see. I moved back. I moved to the Uinta Basin in 2010. 10. Yeah. Okay. And I actually moved here from Colorado. All right. So we moved here. Um, I was a business IT analyst. Uh-huh. I was working on a, a government program called OCR, Optical Character Recognition. Uh-huh. And found out that I did not have a sternum. It had died. Mm-hmm. Bone collapsed the right part of my heart and my ventricle. We had to move here for family support because Kelly was born and raised here. Okay, okay. So that's why we moved here, so that we had somebody to watch the kids. And then that's when my medical journey kind of began at the Medi- or Mayo Clinic. So okay. they were the ones that went in and tried to fix what IMC had done. Okay. But that was a complete failure. <laughs> I'll be damned. <laughs> so another surgery because my body rejected it and... My body's still rejecting it, but we're at the point where no more surgeries. I just live day to day and do what I can, do my best. So explain to me uh, the sternum. It, it's the bone right there in front of your breastplate, basically your, yeah, over your so heart. Yeah, so IMC, they actually went in and I have Marfan's, which is very, very rare. And it comes from my mother's side. Mm-hmm. And she she unfortunately passed away when I was young. Okay. And several of my family members have. So I didn't even know I had it, but I have what's called pectus excavatum. So my chest was caving in on my heart. Okay. Anything over four is severe. Mine was at 9.6. Oh, okay. So they went in and they cut it out. They cut my ribs out, my sternum out. They flipped it over. They wired everything back together. Mm-hmm. And then he was like, okay, you're going to be good. No, I looked like an alien because they put my index of 6.9, and it was actually 9.6. So, okay. like, my bone was sticking out. Damn. You just so, happened to have the dyslexic doctor that day. I just happened. <laughs> like, the doctors Shit. going through this, I can't even tell you how many doctors I saw. Oh, that just, they don't, they, still today, doctors don't really understand it or comprehend it. But, um, <coughs> yeah. It's pretty they're rare, just, isn't they're it? They're idiots. It's very rare. And so I had gone back in. He had cut out more bone. And we were living here for mm-hmm. a little bit. as was right before we moved to Colorado. But I was working from home. And I worked through home through that surgery. And, yeah. and then I went to Colorado, like I said. But, um, well, he had shaved down bone. And mm-hmm. I had a hole in me. I kept going in. And I was like, something's wrong. And he's like, no. I was like, did you burn me? Like, just cough it up, dude. I don't yeah. Like, what did you do? Just tell me what you did. Yeah. Well, I don't know. It's, it's fine. It's going to clear. So I just kept it clean and whatever. And we're pretty sure it was MRSA. They found MRSA in my lungs and right up against my heart at the Mayo Clinic. Okay. So, so what is MRSA? So MRSA is a staph infection. It's okay. actually severely deadly. Okay. So it could have killed the sternum or the blood flow could have. We don't uh-huh. know. I'll be damned. But, yeah, Marfan's is a pretty... Um, other than the heart, it's mm-hmm. more musculoskeletal. It just like you're really like I used to always get called into the counselor's office saying that I was anorexic or I didn't eat or uh-huh. I didn't do this, I didn't do that because you're just really tall, you're thinner, yeah, you're more flexible than most people. It's just that comes with the condition. My okay. son is is kind of fighting part of it, and he actually flatlined here in the basin mm-hmm. with cardiac arrest. I'll oh, be damned. Yeah. 
And huh. like you said with doctors, he mm-hmm. got I got told he was a meth head. Oh, yeah. Football yeah. player. He had yeah. acne on his yeah. arms, and they just straight went to drugs. And I said, mm-hmm. he gave you his urine. It's sitting right there on the table. Test it. Run, I said, just so run go it to the lab. run that and come back and talk to me, and then we'll talk. Yeah. Because I believe my son. Like, I've told all my kids, you know, if you don't lie to me, I'll have your back exactly. 100%. Yeah. Don't ever lie to me. We've got the same bond yeah. with our children. Exactly. No matter what. If it's good, bad, I don't care. Just yeah. don't lie. And if you never lie to me, I will always have your back. Yeah. No matter what. Yeah, so I knew. I knew he wasn't lying to mm-hmm. me. And when they came back, they were like, oh, we didn't find any drugs. Duh. <laughs> I think I could have told you that, you know. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, there's there's a lot of pros and cons to being here. In the base, and it's it's definitely different. Well, the medical field in the base, and I, I've always uh, I've always recognized doctors in the base, and and there's a lot of good doctors. There in the is. Basin. There's there is. a lot of yes. joke doctors in the base, and yep. they couldn't hack it. Mm. In the Some city, of it's just so assembly they made line. It here, yeah, yep. it's yeah. assembly line. They they made their way. So, what are you diagnosing me with? Well, it could be this or this, but mm-hmm. let's give you some antibiotics. Well, okay, did you go to your uh, office and look this up on the computer real quick? Googled it? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Because well, was, I really wanted to be diagnosed. Well, I have was, high blood pressure. And so when I, I get in for my DOT physicals, they, hey, you got high blood pressure. And you're like, well, could it be that I sat here for two hours waiting to get in here mm-hmm. by a kid that's sitting here coughing? I don't want to be here anyways. Mm-hmm. And then I get in there and I'm elevated. And I'm elevated like five points on each mm-hmm. side. And they're like, oh, yeah, well, just relax. We're going to play some calming music and stuff like that. <laughs> like, yeah, that's going to help. This is not going to bring me down. It's <laughs> clinical, uh, clinical, what do they call that? Uh, clinical. Uh, hypertension. Hypertension, yeah. <laughs> it comes from me just being there. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> but, yeah, they'd never give you anything, though. Oh, okay. Just let calm down. Oh right. yeah, chill out. Yeah, that was. I think I was 22 when I went in and had my DOT physical done for my CDL. I went in. They said, "Well, your blood pressure is a little high." I'm like, "Well, shit." I come by that honestly. You should meet my dad if you think my blood pressure is <laughs> high. And, yeah. Uh, I, I, I told it's them genetics. That, yeah, it couldn't I be promise, anything out of this can. Nothing. It's genetics there. <laughs> he's like, I wouldn't be concerned. It's not alarmingly high, but the problem is, is you're 22 years old, and we're discussing your blood pressure. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I can see how that could be an issue. All right. Now here, now what are we gonna do? He's like, oh, I'm gonna sign your medical card, but we'll see you back in a year. I just tell him you drink coffee. Well, within that year, I, <laughs> I drank a big thing of coffee before I came in there here. Come go. on, bud. Within that go. year, I got diagnosed with epilepsy. So I'm like, well, I oh, can't wow. go to the doctor for my CDL physical anymore. Now, can I? <laughs> I would have never guessed. Yeah. Never would have guessed. Yeah. I'm, I'm a seizure having some bitch. Wow. No, you are. Like, I would have <laughs> never guessed. That's, all, that's amazing. Well, it's, it's just medication, which I've been trying to wean myself off the medication because I only had two seizures before I was medicated and diagnosed with it. And then it got to the point where if I f- would forget to take my medication, I could feel the seizures coming on. Hmm. So it's like, well, fuck. I wasn't dependent on this shit mm-hmm. before I started taking it. Yeah, you love that, right? So my current prescription has June on it still. 
See, it's, so you're doing good. Yeah, I'm doing damn good on see, it. See, it's, uh, it's a monthly prescription. Fiance, on the same one, has epilepsy, yeah, and she's she, actually—I don't even know what that thing's called. It looks like a CD player. Yeah, she's got the shocker on it. Yeah, shocker. Yeah. It's got a really? magnet. Yeah, she's got it in under her skin. Well, what epilepsy is? It's uh, one side of your brain just operates either faster or slower than the other side. Mm-hmm. So when exciting things like strobe lights, loud music, high stress, high high strenuous work, sex, is, is right? Like a, <laughs> that got me a lot too. I promise too. that got yeah. me a lot. Oh, yeah. But I, there's a whole other episode on this one. <laughs> there's a whole new episode on that one. Yeah, that could that could but, cause a lot of things. Uh, that's that's what ep- epilepsy is, and mine is it, it's manageable with the medication. Mm-hmm. But I'm just kind of playing it by ear. If I feel something coming on, I'll take my meds. If I don't, fuck it. That's I just interesting. Don't want it. Because uh, well, I can't watch strobe lights or any of that, and like noise and all that mm-hmm. stuff, because I get vertigo. See, and I, when I got diagnosed, I was in the punk rock band, and uh, we'd go we'd go to stage, and I'd have to tell the stage tech, "Hey, let's make it a show, but no strobes, you know, no mm-hmm. obsessive lights." And it was a bigger pain in the ass than it was worth. Yeah. In the end, if the if the guitarist, well, I was the drummer at first, and then I switched to really? a, a guitarist afterwards. If I have a seizure mid set, that's the best solo ever. <laughs> Especially as a drummer, can you imagine oh a drummer having a seizure? Just <laughs> like I can't play that good. Like that'll be that'll be epic. God, he's double bassing like you wouldn't believe. Yeah, I've never heard this before. <laughs> Yeah, it'll be incredible. Because Kelly plays drums. Yes, he does. Yeah, it'll be great. Yeah, imagine having a seizure while he plays. It's just the best thing ever. I I couldn't. (laughs) Some of my best memories, man. And the cops. The cops were horrible here. And every time they play, you guys didn't have a curfew. No, we didn't. We just kind of came home when we were supposed to. Uh, We're guys. The girls around here, we always had to get them home by 10, 30, 11 o'clock. Oh, wow. Yeah, so the guys would hang out, you know, but because uh, the parents are like, yeah, what are they going to do, you know? Yeah. Come to find out, I got married at 18 for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I didn't get married, but I understand. Yeah. I did have a daughter at 18, yes. Yeah. But uh, definitely, uh, we don't. You know, I I can't re- I don't regret anything. No. So I mean, it, it is what it is, and, and I love my kids. I love where I'm at in life because my kids are older. I got a grandson that's in the house right now. He's Aww. he's uh, two years old that I enjoy. So mm-hmm. I mean, and we can go and do things still because I'm young enough. I cannot wait till I can start teaching him cuss words, and the time's coming oh, goodness. Up so fast. <laughs> it's coming so close, <laughs> Uncle to Cody. Un- Uncle Cody's the shit influence. Uh, I cannot uh-huh. wait. Yeah, I don't know that. My daughter's getting married a week or a year from this April. Mm-hmm. She wants on April 20th. Okay. 420. 420. Yeah, so. Imagine that. She's already got her wedding dress, but she's got to wait one more year so everything can be perfect. We've all been through this. Yeah. So, you know, with ages. So like, she oh. lives in Alabama. Wow. She's been with this guy for almost seven years. I'll be damned. Nice. They've. They've built, you know, a great home. He's a started his own auto mechanic place, and we got to meet him. He was really cool. So the boys are going to go out there. 
And I keep saying, just go until I find out he's going to buy that car today. Crazy, right? Yeah. So, um, and then the two boys live at home. Okay. And then Jaden's just barely 20. So I had my daughter actually <laughs> at 18, but I was going to Salt Lake Lutheran High. Okay. So I was in a private school. And you're supposed to get kicked out of school for that, yeah. obviously, because it's private school. But because the, we'll just call him the sperm donor, <laughs> um, was the starter of the basketball team. Ah. They gotcha. said if I would keep my mouth shut, they would let me finish my senior year because they wanted to keep him on the team. So I couldn't tell anybody. Everybody thought I had cancer. Mm-hmm. Going in the bathroom, throwing up, yeah. sicker than hell. Couldn't tell, so you ended up with a tall son and a high school diploma, though. Like, yes, it's kind I did. of a win-win. I did, and I ended up with an amazing husband. Yeah, you know, you did. I, I, I did what was right for sure. Yeah. I, I like, and like you said, I would not change anything in my past. Yeah. It's made me who I am today. See, and I don't know your husband. Is he a tall guy too? No, no, no? he's not very tall. No, he, I bet you Kelly's about the same height as me. Yeah, really? yeah, well, it's. I'm a dwarf, so a lot of people are. So my son is like almost seven feet. (laughs) But that's because. Good at basketball? Yeah, well, my youngest son, yes, amazing. My middle son, no. He is a um, gamer, streamer, and makes a lot of money. Making money streaming, too? Yeah, he just just dropped the bomb on me today before I came here that he was going to buy a $51,000 Tesla. And I was like, hell yeah. No, I was like, Great dad, dad, talk talk to your grandson, please. <laughs> and then he was like, I gotta go. I got somewhere to be. Man, if I could have a Tesla, I'd do it. But I, really? I'm an, yeah, I'm an oil field really? worker, but we have a Prius. Oh yeah, I'd rock it. But we're okay. So we're out. Okay, Th- this is my almost controversy. All these, all, almost all of our stations out here have a charging spot now. Well, they're oh, put, we Roosevelt do? City's putting one in right now too. Roosevelt, they are. Yeah. They're dragging their feet. Vernal's got theirs. Vernal Roosevelt's, already yeah. has one. Mm-hmm. Yes. They, federal grants, federal grants came out. out yeah, oh. um, not saying that people in the basin are ignorant and are going to be assholes towards it, because but people in the basin are ignorant and going to be assholes. Yeah, <laughs> they, they'll, they'll pick on people because yeah. uh, here, here's my philosophy about energy right now. That I work in the oil field; it's my bread and butter. Right, but. I'm also proactive of let's work together. Um, natural gas is a great in between. But yeah. this isn't natural gas. No. This is on the land battery. But let's get it into our powerhouses. Let's gotcha. And put right, more powerhouses up let's, to run more efficient. Yes. So if they worked hand in hand, like uh, some of these green people and some of the oil field and yep. said, let's meet in the middle. Let's, and put make a, it this, make, let's make it into something that doesn't cost 70000 fucking dollars. Oh, yeah. that, 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 that's the deal. You know, I mean. And, yeah. and like your, your Prius is the shit with that. It's, is your, your Prius an electric It's just option? a hybrid. It's just a hybrid? 60 miles to a gallon. Okay. In, with, with my wife driving it. Not me. Yeah, not with you. Because, though. you know, it falls yeah, to the yeah. wall. Yeah, you got a heavy ass foot. <laughs> yeah, my, my husband or my father said that, and he's like, now you going that fast from zero to that, you might just kill yourself. Yeah. He's like, oh, I'm a good driver now. Uh-huh, you're 22, 21, 22. Uh-huh. Yeah, 21 with a Tesla. We went to, I, I don't know if you I didn't put, think they were dude, fast. I thought holy they were like, shit, zero to 100 and back again in eight seconds. I don't I don't know if you heard the That's ep- what he the said. Ep- but there's different models. I don't know if you heard the episode a uh, month or so ago, 
But it was, I, I went out to, uh, it was, it's in Spanish Ford. I can't hit that. But it's at the, it's at the airstrip. Mm-hmm. But they did drag races there too. So it was like planes, antique planes, and drag race cars. It was a weird thing. Was, oh, that's cool. There was so much going on at one time. Really? But there was a Tesla sedan. That's what he's looking at. That was absolutely destroying se- 78 Novas that have been on TV with uh, the guys from Denver, the street racers from Denver. Really? Uh, they yeah. came out here? Uh, they were in Spanish. For a couple a couple people were from there. Uh-huh. The street outlaws? <laughs> yeah, the street outlaws. Really? This Tesla was destroying everything. It was just really? zipping past. With no burnouts, no prepping the tires. Wow. They, Teslas are they have so different levels. fast. They the, are incredible. The levels are how much batteries you put in. Because that's so, what he's yeah. looking at is the... the like the, the... Just like the minimum, it's like 250 miles, and then you have to charge. But you can get and them up to 750 miles. Yeah. You can? Yeah. Because he was saying 250 was about... Yeah. They, they upgrade. This one sedan just he drove it off the street it's this guy's daily driver he had all seats in there was no weight reduction wow. he was running 10 seconds on a quarter mile i have a cousin that has one they right right in petaluma stupid fast it's his right, commuter maybe ride i'll lay off of him a little bit well you, they, they got a bad rap i mean where we live we're gonna get that side of everything all the time but i always just try to keep an open mind it's like cool i'll drive one i'll drive it I was thinking like old granny car going like ten miles no. an hour. Down no, the they're road. fast. They Teslas are insanely fast. I was, I was like, go grab me, go buy me a Porter's, go buy yeah. me. Yeah, a- dude, and I like that shit too. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, I could get an old oh, muscle gosh. car and go with it too. I can yeah. give you a story about that one. First yeah. time I ever got my grandfather. So growing up in California, it didn't matter where we went, and I was on the way to. They took care of me for quite a while when my mom passed. So. Uh-huh. They were taking me to tennis lessons to the clubhouse. And he's like, I just finished the Porsche, and let you want to go for a ride in it? Well, mm-hmm. I was young. I was like, yeah. Gets up next to these cars, and he just rubs that engine. Rub, rub, rub. rub. <laughs> Doesn't matter who's around him. And he just takes off, and the next thing sirens. <laughs> so, like, every time I was with my grandfather, we were constantly getting pulled over. Constantly in the Mustang, he would just run yeah. it up just to, just to prove a point that he could drive faster than everybody else on the road, I guess. I was always the Love kid that, that, that got busted for it all the time. <laughs> it was like, my dad could do it all the time, show me, check this out. I'm kicking ass, and I'm going to pass everybody. And he'd never get pulled over. And if they did get pulled over, they'd let him off. Yeah. And me? Yeah, we're going to impound it. And you're like, what did I do? That sounds like my son versus <laughs> my other son. Uh, yeah. That's life. It is. Life growing up here in the basin, you had to get pulled over at least once a week with the cops in high school. See, and when, I, when I went to the University of Utah, I was on the marching band. Oh, wow. Didn't get accepted into any of the classes because I had a GED. Well, I would have been accepted, but I didn't get any scholarship because I only had a GED. He had a GED. Seriously? A GED, huh? Yeah, they, they let me be on the marching band, though, still. But I was on the drum line doing all that. That's kind of lame, though. But I was driving my mom's uh, Geo Metro. Oh, nice. my gosh. I, I remember that. I used to have a Geo Prism. <laughs> a, a stick shift <laughs> Geo Metro. And... Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> 
every time on Fourth South. So you come down from the stadium by Rice Eccles, if mm-hmm. you're familiar with the area. Yeah. Fifth South merges into Fourth. It, it does that shitty turn down the hill where there's accidents five times a day. It turns into Seventh. I hate yeah, going up in that area. Really turns do. into Seventh. But right there towards the Green Pig is probably Second South, Third yeah. South, somewhere in there. I've eaten there. Yes. Yep. Somewhere. You had the waffles there. You get Pat's Blue Ribbon for a buck fifty there. I've. uh, They make a a, a, like a Bloody Mary out of Pat's Blue Ribbon. See, and I I dropped my red beer. My wife went to the (laughs) '90s bar crawl down there. I just stayed at Dad's. Uh, Her and her friend had a hotel room. They were doing their own thing. They went and did that. And I get I got a phone call about three o'clock in the morning. She's like, I'm. Fucked up. You need to come get me. I've been drinking most of the day. I'm like, I'm in West Valley. <laughs> you want me to come get you? <laughs> Fuck it. Let's see how this fucking goes. But all the same. Too bad they didn't Uber back then. No shit. No, that would have saved Uber a lot of then. shit. I probably yeah. wouldn't have had a DUI. But we, uh, we yep. were uh, right there at a stoplight. It was probably... Fourth South, about third west, somewhere in there. I'm sure somebody will hashtag the fuck Cody knows on where a stoplight is. I'm sure of that. That's good. We but got there, listeners. There was a there was a Porsche or a Ferrari or some fancy car parked next to me, and I'm sitting there with the windows down because the AC didn't work in this fucking geo. I'm sitting there at a stoplight, and this guy pulls next to me. He starts cracking up. He knew he had to jump out in front of me to get on the You can hear the, the CV axles yep. on the front. <laughs> he knew he had to get out in front of me to, to uh, get onto the on-ramp anyways. Oh. But I gunned it, and fucker settled down so he could get behind me. Oh, wow. When we got on the freeway, he was gone. Right. I didn't beat him, but I beat him off the line and beat him to the on-ramp. Wow. Shit, in my Geo Metro. Geo Metro. You sure it wasn't being nice? No, I'm, I'm not sure of that. But, hey, my ego needs some boost. That's all right. That's cool. That's awesome. Oh my gosh. So, uh, wow. Doyle's. Doyle's electric. Yeah, and Doyle's Shirley's electric. Discount fabrics. Yeah, tell us about it. So, we, I will, coming back here. First off, I said, I'm never running the store. I don't want anything to do with it. And the girls running it can do whatever they want. I don't care. I'll go pick up the money, but I don't want your job. I don't want your store. Uh-huh. Well, it ended up to where we ended up buying it. There was a lot of situations okay. that we didn't know about. Um, well, it is moved. It moved. It was. So they moved it. Like, I remember. So when I met Kelly. It was it was on a whim. It was like he was like, well, yeah, okay, we'll we'll skip that part. <laughs> so when I really actually to got to know when went to get to know Kelly, like I'd already known we were friends, and he's like, I'm going out to Roosevelt. Does anybody want to go? And me, I'm like, I want to go. Like I've never even heard of this place. Was, Let's he's go. still living at Santa Fe Apartments? At he's the time. still living at Santa Fe with Kevin because Kevin's how I met Kelly because I went on a date with Kevin. So okay. That's very odd. I went on a date of... with Kevin too. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute. I, I really, <laughs> really believe him. <laughs> no, seriously. He was selling a, some destiny he, yeah. pyramid scheme. Yeah. Did you? 
Did you go on a date with him and two other girl, like three girls all together? No, it was all guys. We went to the Holy Cow. Oh my gosh. Okay. So you're such a Because I was like, wait a minute. Kevin pulled us over and there was a guy, the guy's name. That's why it tripped me out. The guy that he was with, his name was Cody. Oh. And my friend was like dead set in love with this guy. And so I get a phone call and they're like, we're going out. And I said, what do you mean we're going out? I'm not going anywhere. Like, I'm done for the night. I'm chilling. And yeah. Then, and I hung up the phone on her. And she's like my best friend. But I was like, if I'm not going out, I'm not going out. And she calls back, they won't go if you don't go. And so I was like, whatever. Mm-hmm. So I ended up going on a date with they're, Kevin. They're, they're cousins. So Kevin Kelly and Kelly and, are yeah. cousins. Kelly went on a date with her friend, Natalie, which kind of became my friend. And then, so Natalie was on a date with Kelly. I was on a date with Kevin. My other friend was on a date with Cody. That's why I was like, wait a sec. <laughs> so that's why it took me back there for a second. So anyways, day went bad. I, tra- I tried to hijack his we, car. We, we smoked pot that night uh, outside the Holy Cow. Some guy gave us a cigarette that was full of pot. And I was like, Dude, oh, my Kevin God. Kevin took us down to Provo and went into a bar and was like, oh, I'll get you in. So we all go through. And, oh, we all get kicked out except for Kevin because he's overage. Yeah. So, I, man, if I could have hot-wired that car, which I tried with all my might, I would have left him there. I would have had us all back to Salt Lake, including his car, and I would have left him in that bar. So. <laughs> he still knows that. So, anyways. So, <laughs> that's how I ended up coming out to Roosevelt. Mm. Kelly's like, you want to come to Roosevelt? Or anybody want to go to Roosevelt? I was like, I want to go. I, I've never been out here. Okay. So, okay, granted, everybody's got to understand, city girl here, okay? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Slow the so brakes down. first thing, <laughs> we get stopped, and there's cows in the road. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to be death by cow today. <laughs> All right. Heart down, heart down. Then we go up driving through the mountains. He's like, oh, part of this is native land. Oh, okay, so I'm going to be death by arrow boat, arrow today. And he's just, he's just cracking up. Like, he, he's just, he could not stop laughing. Awesome. He's like, do you really believe this? I'm like, why wouldn't I? Like, you're telling me this is native land. Like, it's real Indians. I'm like, I'm like freaking out here. They're watching you. The, yeah, he's I was like, and he's the like, hills have eyes. jump up from behind the mountains. I'm like, oh my gosh, I just don't want to be here. But anyways, and then we go to that. Um, camping site and 50 million people show up and I'm like grab oh. a gun grab a gun welcome to the basin huh yeah it yeah. was welcome to the basin like full out a ton of people and yeah we like, all uh, it, and you ended up being there and I didn't even know it it was just it was crazy but um, I remember everybody was doing shrooms that night they were yeah, and I was see, like, I didn't, see, I didn't do any of that. I drank. Well, well, I'd never do. even done shrooms, so they come over to me and they're like, "You want some shrooms?" And I was like, "I got a class." It's I didn't even at know eight that. o'clock in the morning, and I was like, "Yeah, uh, <laughs> I better not try that. I have to be there tomorrow. I've already skipped out class a few times." So I, I, there was I, a ton of people. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, it was fun. We I slept remember. in the car that night. <laughs> <laughs> and then the next day I went to apprenticeship class and the teacher comes out and he's like, there's a guy in your passenger seat. Pass the fuck out. And I was like, oh hey, that's just Sam. <laughs> yeah, don't worry about him. <laughs> don't worry about him. That's irrelevant. So funny. Don't worry. He doesn't know he's here either. Oh, my gosh. We'll have lunch that's together. So, funny. so, yeah, we used to come out and we would go into Shirley's and 
the fabric store. Mm-hmm. And I was actually talking to Kelly about this the other night, and I realized, like, there was never a lot of people in there. Like, Shirley was very more of the seamstress. Yeah. Um, a lot of people brought, like, a lot of high-end clothes to her. She was good at what she did. Mm-hmm. And so then she moved it over by Wind River Wireless. And yes. And they're not there anymore. But um, I had had another surgery at the Mayo Clinic. Mm-hmm. And then I was still trying to run the store. Okay. And then customers decided they wanted to call 911 on me, even though I told them not to. So I'd be end up going, getting ambulance to the hospital. And it was just like, I was like, people, it's just part of the condition. Like, stop. Okay. You're not helping, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and then it just it really got to the point where, you know, I, I will say that I met I've met so many wonderful people through that shop. Yeah. I, I had people that would just come in just to talk. Yeah. And I didn't mind that at all. And um it was more when Joanne's came in and oh, then gotcha. they started selling fabric online. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people would come in because I would buy the fabric that they wanted and they would look at it but then they could go online and get it cheaper mm-hmm. and so when you have all that overhead it it you know there were a couple of people that wanted to buy the store and they said listen okay take a tire store for instance you go buy four tires you're gonna sell them yeah you've got your money back and you've got your profit mm-hmm. you go buy a couple um things of fabric you're lucky if you sell a fourth to a half and you haven't even made your money back. Yeah. yeah. But then you've got to keep bringing in new product, and you well, got to keep spending your own. Well, and then, then, the, then you guys brought in the music side of things. We and there did. was so much. It was on. always there. It was it always was, there, though. It was, it was always there, and it became I, I remember buying it, saxophone music books yes. there when I was a kid. See, and I went there for my guitar strings. Yeah. It was before Chad at Marion started buying the strings that I... Yeah, I actually suggested them take it over to Chad's because I figured it would help them. Oh, gotcha. Exactly. It was probably you that turned me towards Chad. It was, But it it was just... I told Chad the strings that I wanted, and Chad picked them up. He was. was It was the Martin Mediums is what I played. But you guys would carry them. Oh yeah. When when I was a kid, and actually, you probably carried them just because I was born. I still some have some. <laughs> like, let, let me know. I still play them. I but, still, have <laughs> a ton. still use Martin mediums. I still have a ton. I'll have to look through the books. When it seemed like when I went in, it was uh, guessing in the wind on what you guys were ordering. It was just an uneducated guess on what you were ordering. About what and time frame was this? This would have been 05. So to it, that's actually 10. when Shirley became sick. Yeah. yeah. So that was I, as I, I she rem- was starting to go downhill. Seeing when I first joined percussion in school, that would have been 2002, 2003. Yep. It was it was in that time frame. I remember Shirley then, mm-hmm. but then uh, it shit. It might have been you. I don't know. I was a there little, was a couple. Was a kid, there are there are about three other girls that came in and took over. And I tried telling Doyle that there were some people stealing from the store, and he just didn't want to believe it. Well, so the, I the, put in cameras. The, the I gotcha. Ultimate story I have in the world. You guys got the deal with Burt Murdoch Music. Yes, I I really dish love them. Music out. <laughs> I, I hope you do, because 
This, Maybe. This story is about to get real fucking exciting fast. <laughs> I'm um, prepared. <laughs> uh, Burt Murdoch Music, We, in order to join per- percussion, we had to buy the little xylophone, the bells, the little yep. percussion kit. Yeah, and that was the cheapest thing. My, was it? Yeah, it is. <laughs> Not if you didn't pay the payments. Oh. But uh, <laughs> had to buy that, and that destroyed my parents' credit. The bells? Those bells alone. By the time I was in high school... They were like 90 bucks. Yes. I was in high school. My parents did a payment plan on it because they are not smart people. <laughs> they did a payment plan on it through Bert His Murdoch dad's an avid listener. <laughs> yes. And he, he's fully aware this was his fuck up. But they did the payment plan. I just week. wonder what they through charged Shirley's them. fabric. I think it come out to like 1400 Holy crap. But this is by the time I'm in high school. Like we're going from sixth Cody, grade to you need to get a job. Ninth grade. <laughs> Fact. Yeah, exactly. We're we're starting to negotiate this over a bell kit. But those it honestly into, were the cheapest ones. Burt Murdoch was so uh, they were so advent and hard on the credit. Said fuck it, we'll mail it back to you. The kid doesn't use this practice pad. Uh-huh. I had my own drum set and everything. I didn't need a practice pad or right. some bells. We mailed it back to him. But what my mother did, she worked at Ace Hardware at the time. Okay. She brought home, had to have been 20 rolls of duct tape in a box. Oh. To mail this kit back. Oh, I to thought it was to mail you back. <laughs> it would have been cheaper. They they would have saved money by doing that in sixth grade. They really would have made in no. made in Taiwan. <laughs> made in Taiwan. Made in Dallas. But Dallas Buyers Club, huh? Yeah, uh, she come back and I threw the kid in, and everything included. The clearly the mallets were wore the hell out after all the years, you know. They're like five bucks. Yeah, they were nothing, but they were yeah. wore out. We threw everything in that box, and I wrapped that entire box in had to have been 15, 20 rolls of dust. Just because you were mad. I wasn't even mad. It wasn't my credit. It was my parents' credit. What did I care? Well, what's, what's credit then? Huh? <laughs> yeah, it didn't, it didn't make a shit to me. But no, uh, Shirley's Music and Fabric is responsible for my dad can't buy a truck and he's 65. (laughs) I actually went to that. I had a customer and I actually had a similar story as to what you're telling me. (laughs) It happened to a lot of people. But they actually came in and talked to me and they had been threatening this family that they were going to call the police. And I said, well, good luck calling the police in Roosevelt. They don't give a crap about you. They actually did call the police on us. It might have been the same family we're talking about. I said, said, go ahead and and call the police. I said, you're you're not going to get anywhere. And I said, I've got this right here in my store. Come get it. Like, it's not our responsibility. Your responsibility is to come pick this up and drop stuff off. Not my responsibility. Not theirs. Not anybody's. It's here. It's sitting on the thing. Come get it. You don't come get it, no, you lose it. So... I, I, yes, they did do that. And actually, so I did switch over to Summer Haze 
for a little bit, hoping I, that they would be better. It was, it was summer haze. It wasn't and bird, summer bird, haze was, was worse. Yeah, it was and summer I had haze that got so major issues. See, we had both with summer yeah. haze that I went back to Burt Murdoch and I was like, I'm not dealing with I, summer it, haze. It was actually summer haze. I was gonna say because summer haze, I had a well, ton of issues. With. Do you guys know the pranks? Yeah. Uh, well, you know, Addy, Addy who passed away. Yeah. But uh, Dakota, um, who is. Uh, Shit, what's her mom's name? In the biker community. Don't ask me. Hard. Well, you got... Her dad's PT, the welder. Shit, you might know PT. But anyways... No, I, I trickled down from Wayne. Oh, fuck. The game warden. Yeah. Uh, I think I think Wayne's her uncle. Wayne, Clint. Uh, Clint's her uncle. Yeah, Clint's Clint on. is her mom's brother. Okay. But, uh... Oh, I know exactly who you're talking about. And, and she's like three years younger than me. And yeah, I and she can't remember. be but that damn tall yeah. tops. Oh, she's wow. a tiny girl. She's a doll. She rides a sportster like a bat out of hell. But uh, uh, we had a punk rock cover that we wanted to do in, in the band that mm-hmm. required some bells. It was a no effects song. <laughs> okay. That required some high school, some middle school era bells mm-hmm. for me to gotcha. play. So I asked her if she had some. Sure as shit, she still had them from Burt Murdoch Music. Yeah. I still have that kit sitting in my garage because she dropped it off and she's like, I'll never play this again. Shout out to Dakota, but (laughs) damn. I have so much stuff that, like, people that dropped off sewing machines, clothes, like oil field stuff I still like when I shut the store down I was done I was exhausted I had been through surgeries and there was one friend of mine that just said you know I kept telling her I was like I'm just leaving everything like I want to go Kelly had built all the shelving he had like worked his butt off to make the Mm -hmm. store look uh, like we got all the electrical stuff out yeah. That I think was back from like 1962, maybe. Yeah, Radio Shack was right next door when they were first starting out. Oh, so man. It, it, it was like, we can go in here or we can go into Radio Shack. Yeah, exactly. Time. The Radio Shack out here did not look like the one in the mall. It was like, really? yeah, it looked like it was from the 1950s as well. Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it was a, a crazy time. Now it's a coffee shop or closed down coffee shop. Okay, so it was the coffee right shops on the out here, where the um, right next to the old Smiley's. Yeah. Okay. Um. Because Char's, Char's Realty used to own it. Yes. Right. Yes. Okay. Um, See, I'm getting better with my. I remember going over there and and killing those guys playing, playing there too. Yeah, and they used to play it. Um, Shantytown Pizza. Shantytown Pizza. Town Pizza. And I still don't know where that building is. It's right next to Carl's Carpet. It's actually, uh, they're not using it as a pizza place, but it's right. the uh, the glass shop. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, it was a cabinet shop there for a minute, wasn't it? Yeah, but yeah. it was Stewart's. But I hear like Shantytown all the time, but I know I never... Shantytown Pizza. And I don't know, was it Kelly that worked there? No. Somebody had the keys. I know we they got busted. They just had the busted. keys. You guys were there all night, all the time. Oh, you? we got busted <laughs> multiple you got busted? times. Oh yeah, the cops. It sound like you guys were allowed to play there and just go hang out all night. <laughs> all the cops that show up, we'd be drinking beer and hide everything. What? Oh yeah, 
and he gets yeah, this okay, for a I never, bottle cap. I never heard this part of the story. I just heard that you guys would go there and it was just chill and everybody hung out and played. Like I thought, oh, it, it was, was like, usually pretty good. But the nights that I was there, we always got busted. I don't know what the hell was so going. It's because we showed up with beer, probably. Hey, you guys want to drink tonight? I mean, we got beer. Man, these cobs out here—they've gotten good. I'll tell you what, because my my kids. I'll I'll. I don't know how much time we have left, but I'll say this. So you got, um, you got plenty of time. Okay, so my son, see, he he has a little bit of ADHD, and mm. he was so do he I. He doesn't just sit and listen very well. Okay. Yeah, so, me too. I, I forgot what you just said. Yeah, see, so <laughs> <laughs> so he he's, he's in school. Oh, thank you. So he's at school, and it was. Is it Mr. Yak that was a teacher at the high school? Yeah. Jesus Christ, yes. Okay, so I get, I get this call, and it's on Kelly's phone. Uh-huh. And he says, hey, I'm just calling because your son is a lot like you and won't pay attention to class. <laughs> and I, I listened to that, and I said, replay that. Oh, man, I went into that high school. I went into his classroom. And, oh, man, I ripped him from top to bottom. I said, my children are nothing like their father when he grew up. I said, do not ever compare them to what he did as a child. How old is he, your boy? My son, he's now 21. 21, okay. Yeah, so Good, I have nothing, no stories of your son. I'm good. I'm good. (laughs) Cody's 29. I'm older than him. So you might know my daughter my daughter is 26 it's josh's age okay tristan chandler doesn't have my last name she played on the basketball team she's josh's age avoided all that thank you actually i just don't want to have josh's 27 about your kids she kind of dropped out towards like not dropped out she she was very smart so she almost graduated with her associates Mm -hmm. but Towards her junior senior year, she had a lot of um, a lot of like she was more of an indoor person, like to read, didn't really like to go out to parties. Yeah. Um, I knew a little bit about Skinwalker Ranch. I knew that it was guarded. I knew that um, I had talked to Junior Hicks. He came into the store. He told me some stuff about it. Yeah. I didn't know the extent of it that I do now, but I knew a little bit about it. And, like, her friends and a bunch of people wanted to go there. Yeah. And I was the only parent. I just said no. I said, you know, somebody lives there. It's guarded. That's not a place that you need to they be. They nail you as soon as you get down there. Yeah. I was like, that's just not a place that you need to be. It's not like going to a graveyard or trying to be scared. Like, that's government property. Like, you just need to stay away. Obviously, there's Well, the science. government controlled it for a little bit there, and now, uh, after the Shermans so and, that and the Bigelows, in, mm-hmm. and now, yeah, when, when the Bigelow, now it's, that's when it was it's pretty scared. much a production company. Oh, it is. Yeah. It's. Did when, you see the blue lights? Oh, yeah. Not too it's, long it's, ago. It's right in the backyard right here. I was, was crazy, stuck, right? I was stuck yeah. in Texas when all that happened. I'm like, oh, shit. Everything's going to hit the fan, and I'm missing a podcast. The only yeah. thing yeah, the only thing that ever happens in the basin, and it happened when I was gone. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm, I'm in Texas. Here I am. Kelly's like, come outside. And I was like, okay. And he's like, look. And I was like. Oh, it was cool. Probably doing something, the, but I the, was like, yeah, it was just cool look, looking. 
Well, the space station picked up pictures of those yeah. lights. Oh, they did? Oh, yeah. It's about the only damn thing that did pick up those lights because they were pissing in the wind trying to find anything. Is my I guess. didn't think it went through the atmosphere. It didn't look that it high. It did. It oh, stopped. It went through the cloud. Yeah. Yeah. Because we had cloud everything. coverage. Yeah, it was it was crazy to see it. And I thought they would have thrown that down like uh, Halloween time. But yeah. it was like a week before. It was. And somebody yeah, but- actually got on the... Um, Ryan Skinner's page on the Skinwalker page mm-hmm. and said, um, take this down. Nobody's to talk about it. Yeah. And so I was like, okay, what's going on? They're I just think filming. It was just more for filming. And, no, it's just filming. And, um, yeah, yeehaw, we got 10 more episodes to Ooh. go. <laughs> I've watched two of them. Like, re- literally, I've mm-hmm. watched two of them. But the people that are on it, you know, we went to school with some of them. And yeah. then on top of it, the, the Native American that's always on it, that's Sage Sespooch's dad that I went to school with. Really? And he, in 1997, was on the news talking about Skinwalker Ranch and how it was relative to the the, the Native Americans out here. And Yeah, it is. And then, but there's so much going on there. It could be alien. It could be uh, different dimensions. It could be. See, that's right where I go. Yeah, and the thing is, is I just don't let my mind wander that much. But uh, I'm open to listen to people's stories. Right. But I haven't seen anything myself. I actually got a UFO on tape. Do you? Uh, it was weird. I because I had never, never even really talked about it till we moved here, and I was like, okay, well, I'm a little bit interested, so just tell me. But um. I wasn't expecting to get a UFO on tape, trust me. I was out with my, I had my gun pulled, I had my taser pulled, I had my phone pulled, yeah. I had 911, because my dogs had woke me up. Mm-hmm. And so I was expecting to find somebody on my property, and yeah. not, I wasn't expecting to find anything else. And I had just seen a white beam, like, back across pole line, you know how there's that yeah. field right there? Yep, yep. So I had seen a white beam, and I was like, okay, I can't get it on my camera. Like, that was so weird to me. Well, what year was this, roughly? This happened to me last summer. Not this summer, but the summer okay. before. Because so, you're right above those Yeah, that's my too. backyard. <laughs> so, it was a, it was an orb. It was, a, it was oh, at, like, 3.30 yeah. at night, and it was an orb, and it was going. So, it had, like, the outside going one way and the inside going another yeah. way. Yeah. Yeah. And I filmed it for about 15, 20 minutes, mm-hmm. and I was like, holy crap, okay, that, that I haven't seen. Yeah, that the, was new to me, and I no, thought... No, the, the orbs are bananas, but in that area, orbs everywhere. Yeah, yeah. and I was I was like, holy crap. Okay, so so I live right on the bench above Pole Line, right there. So you live right on Mighton Bench? Uh, or... Yeah, the, the North Mighton North Bench. Mighton follow bench. State, North Mighton Bench, Follow okay. State Street up, my yeah. house is right there. Really? Yeah, the Damn, you off. are from the basin now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know where we're <laughs> yeah, By the Red Rock? The- yeah, because <laughs> there was a kid that, um, the kid that died going up around that corner. Yep, yep. I'm so my son, my son was part of the group that put together the motorbikes and everything. I uh-huh. screamed and followed at, the hearse. I okay. screamed at every one of those kids. And I Everybody did. Now. That's, that's a blind ass the hill cops. when you're coming up mm-hmm. and the sun's in your mm-hmm. eyes. I almost ran. And uh, Jace uh, Russ, Jace Russ, I'm sure your kid knows him. Yeah, I know Jace. Yeah, I, I worked for his dad. Jace was there and I had to, 
damn near locked my brakes up because I couldn't see shit. The sun's right in my yeah. eyes right there. And Jace was right there, and I rolled down the window. I said, get your vehicles the fuck off the side of the road and stay the fuck out of the road because we can't fucking see you. Mm-hmm. Said, I'm going to run somebody over by accident. Yeah. It's going to be a worse accident than what we're yeah. memorial, memorializing. Yeah. Memorial, me- mem- 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 <laughs> memorial. I know You've been hanging out with say. me, buddy. Yeah, that fucking word. Memorials. Yeah. I can't even say it now. Yeah, I had to chew Jace's ass that day, and everybody looked at me like I was a grumpy old man, and that was about the second I discovered, like, God damn it, I'm a grumpy old man. Mm-hmm. No, Fuck. you. But you're right because it is. It's a. It's a. It's a death corner, and that that accident that impacted a lot of the kids. Like I, and I and I'll say for a fact that there were a lot of kids that jumped in to follow the hearse on their on their mm-hmm. four wheelers or mm-hmm. their bikes. Mm-hmm. That didn't do it for the right intention. Oh, they yeah. went and they sped through town and they caused issues. Yeah, there was a lot of fucking. But there were kids that, that honestly followed the hearse. They did it out of respect because he was a um, he raced. That's that's what he yeah. did. That's mm-hmm. what he loved, and so that's why they they decided to do that. But you know, when you do that in a small town, you can at least you you don't need just one cop. You can at least have like cops throughout. Yeah. To kind of guide that line, because yeah. I know there are people calling in the cops, trying to wonder what was going on. Mm-hmm. It's like you guys got to organize that. You can't just say, "Okay, kids, mm-hmm. get on a four wheeler, get on a dirt bike, and we all go to the grave." I mean, yeah, we end up no with kids everywhere. Yeah. But yeah, that was that was a hard hit, and there. I mean, there's been, gosh, countless. Uh, the, I I will I will honestly say that this is the one place that I have lived. That I've experienced more deaths of people that I've known than yes. anywhere else I have ever lived. Yep. And that part is, it's crazy to me, and it's it's just insane. I mean, there there's times where it's like I just feel like I'm going to funeral after funeral after yeah. funeral, and I'm and, not used to that. And I'm not a funeral kind of person. I'm not. I, I, I hate I, it. I, I, Weddings and funerals, man, are yep, not I my cho- thing. I chose to not side. go to either one of them. Yeah, for I, some reason, I, I'll catch you guys later. You know, I mean, have fun. Well, it was uh, yeah. Brand, Brandon's. Uh, I guess it's her cousin, mm-hmm. but Chelsea, she's a dear friend of our family. Everything when she got married, told her I'm not going. She said, "There's an open bar." I said, "Well, then I'll consider." <laughs> Didn't oh go gosh. and come to find out the open bar was a fucking myth that she had made up. So thank <laughs> God I didn't go. fucking go. But I didn't go to that. I told her I'd catch the next one. She thought I was a prick. Now she's getting a divorce and I'll catch her on the fucking next one. <laughs> like I didn't fucking miss anything. <laughs> My whole deal is I've been to so many religious funerals. Yeah. Even weddings. But the funerals that are religious are so down. They're downers. I, I, and it's like, you know, everybody's just there to cry and weep. And then the last 10 years, I've had two close people in my family mm-hmm. die. Uh, my brother-in-law and then uh, my uncle died. We did the Celebration of Lives. Yeah. So yeah. amazing. And, and, we, yeah. and, and my uncle that died in, in Petaluma. Yeah. We uh, went to a little Catholic church. And they, really? did, a, they did a little church service really quick it was like 15 minutes catholic yeah and then he we went to the elks lodge 
open bar. Yep. And they passed the mic around to everybody and they served dinner. And we all really? got to talk with the families and everything, and we laughed. And the skeletons come out of the closet. That's the funny oh, part. Yeah. It's like, oh yeah, that's exactly, good job. <laughs> that's exactly what I held for my mom too. I, I just did it in the garage. So much that, better. So. We walked away laughing, having a good time, and I felt a lot better about somebody passing about. away because we celebrated his life. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So. I don't know if you've been to it. Have you been to a native burial? Oh, they're hard. I haven't. They're difficult. So I, I am. They have a wake, right? Well, I so they do. They ha, they only have the wake with if, family. Oh no, it's not just about family. I guess so. I learned this um, when, which you probably know, Micah. Uh huh. Because you were around, and we I knew Micah actually pretty well. He was one of the people I got to know. <laughs> but, um, there was a wake for him. I mm-hmm. didn't go to his wake. Um, but it's so like when somebody's killed like that, where it was so brutal and not yeah, like an like there he had a wake, mm-hmm. and then um, one of my kids' friends, my my friend's daughter was was killed. Mm-hmm. We went up to her funeral, and it was I I honestly looked at Kelly and I was like, that's how I want buried. Yeah. Throw me throw me in the pile of dirt. And throw dirt over me. Don't put me in a casket. Don't drop me in the ground. And, like, be happy. Like, go and, you know, yeah. like, be uppity. Like, have, you know, they hand out gifts. And they, like, they just, they, they yeah. do their, you know, their their rituals of what they believe. Yeah. Like, on how to let the spirit go and whatnot. And for me, growing up, <laughs> I'll say this, but my dad's religion is honestly, he calls it DPGO. Don't piss God off. Be moral. There you go. Do what's right. <laughs> Jesus do what Christ, you need that's to a do. good religious belief. It really it is. is. <laughs> and that's honestly what he's followed his whole life. And he's like, Be a good person. He's like, My religion is DPGO. Don't piss God off. He's like, Don't steal. Don't cheat. Don't mm-hmm. lie. Don't pimp. Don't, you know, mm-hmm. sell drugs and that. And he's like, and just live a good life. And he, and you know, he always taught me that everybody's born with the right to respect until they lose it. Yeah. If you lose that respect, then it gets gone. Goodbye. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're fucked. You know, but boundaries up. Goodbye. Have a nice life. Um. But my dad learned a lot of hard lessons because he lost my mom when I was a year old. Yeah. So that that really made him have to, you know. Kind of changed his ways, because yeah, he was a party so. animal for sure. Like, my dad had hair, Claire passes, but... Perfect. Yeah, yeah, my son has Claire, Claire passes, but... Hell <laughs> yeah. And now my dad's growing his hair back out, and now they're having, like, a... Who grows it the longest? So, so my dad's got a ponytail. Claire Does he? Yeah, so, yeah. My dad, same thing. And he's like, I'm never going to cut my hair again. That's why I we're all on the podcast now, because we're the outskirts of the base, and it's like... <laughs> Oh, yeah. Oh, why are you different? Uh, maybe it was my parents. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's reasons. I can definitely people. claim it on my father, on my parents. Trust me. <laughs> my dad is definitely the... I don't know. He was always like... He was always a good guy on the military base. Uh-huh. But he was always the guy that they always followed because they thought he was going to do something wrong. Like yeah. The, he was always the most respectful with women. But then the parents were always, like, terrified that he was going to do something horrible to their daughter. <laughs> but 
but yet he protected him. It was, yeah. It's just, you know, that, like, Im- that image of just thinking that somebody's a certain way. And, yeah. But I, I was I was raised on a you can't trust a short haired motherfucker. <laughs> That's how yeah. I was raised. I if, got Kelly they, to grow his hair out. If they have short hair, Kelly always hair. had like a mullet no, no, for his no. school. No, 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 that. No, no, no. Like I, I don't Spiked think even be... with a mullet. See, he, he, <laughs> he, did did, he didn't have the mullet when we met, and I was like, <laughs> I think if I would have met you like that, um, yeah, no. But you guys met. He was working with me. We really? were, yeah, he was putting insulation. He was doing duck wrap. And uh, we were, I was hauling him to the Orem Hospital. Um, we were right there on 8th North. Yeah. Yeah. We were working in that uh, facility there. And he worked with me for a few months. I want to say he quit to go with Randy. He worked to, with Randy. To do duck, yep. to clean ducks. He did. He and yeah. Randy and Mike. Um, and see, Randy was like the icon in high school. He had the badass car with the sound system. The Brand new car. Beautiful girlfriend. Yeah. Beautiful girlfriend. Foxy Roxy. Yeah, I love yeah. Roxy. Yeah, Roxy. Chris yeah. and my daughter. I think everybody liked age. Roxy in high school. Just out of curiosity, did Foxy Roxy turn out to be anything good? She's she's, she's an beautiful. amazing mom, and she's she's just. Uh, Everything turned out good for a Foxy Roxy. I'm just curious. I don't know if I should say this. Well, one thing about this podcast. You can cut things out. Well, we can cut things out, but we only have so many followers. So (laughs) if if we get negative feedback, that means Um, they're following us. Okay, there you go. Roxy would laugh at this story. So this was a long time We can't lose a listener we don't have. (laughs) Exactly. We weren't even... So that's how far along ago this was. And she's like, I really want this job and I've got to pass a drug test. <laughs> and that sounds the like the first time I ever tried weed was at her house. And I wanted to go to the hospital. So everybody knew that I was like absolutely not doing any drugs. And she's like, if we just go up and get it and you go in there and run in and did it. And I did. I passed the drug test for her. She got the job and she bombed it. She did awesome. Cause she wasn't like, like a lot of people, and even I didn't understand this until I moved to Colorado. Because I, Kelly, and I used to fight about weed all the time. Yeah. And the counselor, what was the one that was like? I could never care? smoke it. I always had drug UAs. See, and I just didn't like it. I was like so paranoid. I was like, I'll, I'll get I, tested. I, I'll take the kids. I'll run. And, and that, that's <laughs> my problem. Is like, I don't get to try it. It's like drinking different kinds of beers. Yeah. I don't get to smoke. Different kinds of pot. I don't, I don't even know what's good, what's yeah. bad, if I like it or not. Mm-hmm. I only know what we did in high school experimenting, which was with dirt weed, yeah, probably, it and was it's, it, which was probably good oh because I had I had a guy that I had, you guys uh, hung out with. I had a connect in Salt Lake who's a, a friend of ours. Yeah, so I think that might be the same person. It, 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 Probably not, is my guess. Hmm. Uh, we we know the same guy. Oh, <laughs> I know who you're talking yes, about. Yes, you know who we're, who you're, we're talking about. But I hit yeah, you him, don't know him. I hit him up, and he who must not be named uh, was uh, the one who was hooking me up. Yeah. But I had to hit him up. I'm like, can you just give me something with seeds and stems in it? <laughs> like, just give me something... <laughs> 
that has a Mexican name with it that has seeds and stems in it. He's like, yeah, we're not, uh, we're not, I'm not selling that shit. I'm like, can you get it? Like, I'll pay you double to get me regular fucking weed. Jesus Christ, regular fucking swag. That's all I want. Yeah, they don't make that anymore. They do not make Mexican no, dirt weed no more. They do not. No, it doesn't exist. Nope, it really doesn't. It's next level shit. I gotta wait till I retire. They keep talking about weed that fucking makes you hallucinate now. Oh, yeah. I'm hearing about it, it's like, what the fuck? No, it's true. Like, why can't I just do shrooms to hallucinate and smoke weed? And now hey, I got a fucking job, what, so I can't do goddamn either. I don't know what they've done, but I've seen people that have smoked it forever. Going to massive panic attacks. Mm-hmm. My doctor was saying that, because um, where I have like so many medical conditions, I could easily do it for medical, but there's no way I would even try. I was doing the drops. Yeah. And it was like 70% THC and 30% vodka is how she made it. Wow. Yeah, and I did it, and it was it was good for a little while, and then all of a sudden it sent me right into text so. cardiac. That's hashish oil, and they... Oh, my gosh, you sound like my father. No, I well, <laughs> I grew up with a hippie dad. My, they probably might listen to this, but uh, I grew up with a hippie dad. Yeah, too. that's what he would call it. Yeah. Um, oh, so, man. isometric isometric machines to make the hashish oil. They are some weird-looking yeah, machines. Yeah, I was in time I with Cardi, and I was laughing, but I was scared, but I was laughing. I was like, my heart's beating 250 miles. The paranoia is what always affected me, is like getting yes. caught. Yes. But I think if you got past the paranoia, you'd have a good time. But the problem is, is it's like, boom. It hits you so hard that you're like, okay, I'm going to bed. They're saying now that they, they, they cut it into two strings, the sativa and the, um, what's the other one? Sativa and um, indica. 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 And they say it doesn't even matter anymore. No. It actually does if you go to the right. Batista? If, if, Batista? You go, if you go to a legal place to do it, but we're in Utah, so going to a legal uh, person is difficult. See, so I lived in Colorado and had a medical card. However, I wasn't getting it for me, obviously. We won't say who I was, but <laughs> I think the first time I went in there, they probably thought I was a cop because they're like, here, smell this. And I'm like, just sweat and just dripping with sweat. I was like, okay. And they're like, here, smell this. And I was like, oh my gosh. Well, Castle Rock finally got like a, and that's, Castle Rock is like Douglas County. Yeah. The basketball yeah. players live there. That's yeah. where we had lived. And they finally allowed dispensary in there. And that's when I got educated on it. And so when, the way Utah's doing it, no offense to Utah, but they're, no, they're totally screwing it royally. We, like, can, we can offend Utah. We're good yeah. at that. They're, they're completely doing it completely wrong. Because the way that Colorado did it, not and I'm not talking about now. No, I think now Utah's handling a controlled substance in the wrong manner. <laughs> Utah would never do that. Well, and to think, like with Colorado, they made sure that it was all grown organically. Yeah. So they didn't just say, okay, we're going to have so-and-so do this, this, and this. They watched the steps. They they gave the plants to the people that they bought it back from. So they knew yeah. what was coming into their store and what was going out. Colorado's like, here, I'll hand you, or Utah's like, here, I'll hand you a permit, and 
you're going to do this, this, and this, and log it, but they don't give a crap how it's being made. Yeah, yeah fuck it, it's happening. And yeah. so it. it's, it's just, it's not being handled. And, you know, the worst part about it with Utah is that they passed it, and I am i don't even smoke it, so, and it still Damn annoys it. me. and you can. <laughs> yeah, I can, and I don't even smoke it, but the worst thing about it is that they passed it, people voted on it, and then they yanked it right back out of the people. And, and it took two years. Well, we're going to go ahead two and years. we're going to pu- pull it apart. They pulled it apart and put it into where like, yeah. okay, now you have to get your medical card. So my daughter-in-law. Really? I haven't found anywhere. My daughter-in-law says. I can get a medical card. There's supposed to be a dispensary put in Vernal. There was supposed to be like two. Yeah. Keep stopping it. And but the medical card is two hundred and fifty dollars annually in the state of Utah. It was in Colorado too. It voids okay. your driver's license. Two hundred and fifty dollars. Oh, Whoa, wait, what? It doesn't void. You it, might as well it, stick with your old dealer. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no two hundred and fifty bucks. Yeah. Yeah, two hundred and fifty bucks and you have to go back every year and see a doctor to do this. That's two hundred and fifty bucks. Not to mention your fi- your exam. And the insurance will Whoa. not no. cover your no. yeah. The the insurance will so, not cover so epilepsy. So wait, you have to pay two hundred and fifty a year, and you have to still go get another exam yearly. Okay, yeah, it's yeah. like a physical. So an annual exam. Uh, you said epilepsy. I mm-hmm. have epilepsy. Right. An annual exam. He qualifies my, right now. Right. An, an, an annual examination with my neurologist, which I already have to have. Matter of fact, he qualifies to where he could smoke it legally and still keep his job. No, no, my company won't. I know it. your company won't, but, but legally, 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 legally they how to, they, they have won't. to. It's just yeah. like all at once uh, you get on antidepressants because you're having problems yep. at work. They yep. can't fire you. Yep. But it's they'll so. fire him for weed. Yep. Yes. But uh, my annual on exam. On something that's natural. My, exactly. My annual exam with my neurologist is almost $1,000 if I can get in to see him because he's so And you have down. to do that yearly? Yep. See, Just Colorado to keep my medication. did it for five years. Anyways, wow. this is why I stopped taking my fucking medication because it's $1,000 because there's one neurologist in the basement. One. It's very good for epilepsy and to smoke pot. Oh, it is. See it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, reality, it lowers your blood pressure. It yeah. relaxes you. So uh, high stress situations, I give. I'm a not lot big less on all these about. edibles. Everybody's no. I'm not I can't. Either. Edibles stress me the fuck out. I can't do edibles. I don't trust them. Well, that's the thing. You smoke I, pot, you have a hit. You're like, okay. Yeah. I okay, don't. I'm good. No, you eat one peach O-ring and all of a sudden fucking God's coming down from the sky to fucking... <laughs> and you're giving high five. Yeah. Hey, buddy! No! Woo! Oh yeah, my gosh, nah, Doyle. Man, fuck them edibles, dude. <laughs> this takes me back to Doyle. Doyle. I re- oh, Doyle story. decided to go get weed, okay? <laughs> and he decided to bake the leaves and extract all the oil out of the leaves... And he got it all out, and it was probably like a half ounce. And he took all of it. <laughs> and he didn't know why I was feeling so messed up. And we're like, you took all of it? Oh, I got all stories, but we'll have to talk off the podcast about well, that. <laughs> well, I think this was like, it was like uh, oh my 20, 2015, something. Uh, yeah, about 2015. I was doing windows out in Salt Lake. You did window cleaning? No, I was oh. de- I was delivering windows for installs. Okay. I was out with uh, USI, 
is the company okay. United Subcontractors and Corporate some some bullshit that they have. Gotcha. But I, I was with them. I was delivering windows in Salt Lake, but uh, I was staying with my dad. He's in West Valley. I was staying with him. My family oh, okay. was home. I was away from home, but I'm sitting there in the morning. Neither one of us are talking. If you heard the episode with my dad, imagine how he is in the morning. Not the most pleasant motherfucker to be around. But I'm just sitting there, and this article come up. This guy, he's a weed dealer, blew up his fucking shed and blew up fucking like three houses in the works of... Yeah! I'm fucking pissed. This is a meth story. How the fuck does this dude do this, yeah, like, this making a bad rep for weed? Yeah, I was pissed like, instantly. No, no, he was he was making dabs, making the waxes and dabs, <laughs> homemade waxes and dabs, doing all that shit. Only all, weed? All, yep, on all of it was THC. It was all THC. All THC. Blew it wasn't up a fucking meth three lab. houses. No, three houses in his fucking shed about the size of this one. He wow. fucking blew all of that up. I'm like, how the fuck do you do that to weed? Yeah, that's... How do you that's... make that fucking bad of an influence <laughs> on weed? Like, he had to fuck, how, how are potheads looking like fucking meth heads now? Just overnight. That's bad. And you know what? I know... Yeah, a, I that, know, that doesn't... That I, doesn't I know right. at least a dozen fucking people, and I don't know very many fucking people. <laughs> if you didn't notice, I'm not very social, and a lot of people don't fucking like me. You haven't caught on to this. Um, I don't even care. How? How the fuck? <laughs> He's Cody. How the, the fuck, fuck? Cody knows. Like, I don't. How the fuck does this happen? Like, I'm sitting here. How, do, how does a weed head fucking look like a crackhead? Blowing shit saying, up. There's got to be something intertwined. Like, well, there's to, no way that you He was inbred. Well, to, <laughs> <laughs> to create the dab wax. From Taviona. Well, it might as well. There, there's got to be something <laughs> to in create there that... the dab wax. You have to have certain amounts of propane to provide. Well, the there you go, propane right there. The... Yeah, but what the fuck happened to pulling seeds and stems out of a fucking bag and smoking it out of a fucking soda can? What the... Why can't I smoke this out of my dad's oh fucking my gosh, still beer can? I... First time I found an apple that they, my kids had smoked it out of. <laughs> you ate it. No, my husband's like, they're smoking weed. And I'm like, no, they're not. That's an apple. And he's like, see the hole? And I was like, yeah, there's like burns or something. They're not going to get away with it. That's gross. I was like, get it out of here. And he's like, they're smoking weed. And I was like, no, they're not. It's a rotten apple. He's like, okay, really? I was like, yeah, really. It's a rotten apple. Look at all the gross stuff in the hole. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's how naive I was to <laughs> no I remember taking my dad's old uh, fucking beer cans we'd crush them up we'd fucking take a bunch of sewing needles which poking a shitload of holes in an aluminum can with a sewing needle that would be we all difficult did it. No. yeah we you didn't do it? No, I'm saying I've seen it yeah, yeah. I, I didn't we do did it, it. I've seen it yeah, like it's effort like there's art that's Artistic. usually yeah. Yes. It, yeah. There, there's a like that can usually get saved for yeah. u- further use. It's fucking recycling for the people in California for fuck's sake. There you go. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But no, these cocksuckers gotta go and make it into a fucking wax and blow up three fucking houses <laughs> and do all this shit. No, that was in fucking Sandy. 
in Sandy, in a rich neighborhood. (laughs) This dickhead blew up fucking two half a million dollar fucking houses. It is Utah. I mean, come on. For fuck's sake. Why do weed heads got to make every... I I know at least a dozen people that smoke dabs, and now they refuse to smoke fucking weed. I'm like, you're a fucking junkie at this point. Never tried Like, just fucking smoke weed. I've heard my kids, like... Talk about I've, ta- I've heard it talk about, but, but I've never tried it. No, I, 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 I want to hand these fucking dab heads, is what I fucking call them now. Because they're fucking dab heads. Re- regular weed, they're like, this is just shit weed. I'm like, no, it's because you're used to fucking the meth version of fucking weed. <laughs> yeah, because they have to get it liquid, yeah. right? And yeah, they, they, they got it like yep, really dark yep. brown, yeah. Yep. My kids but it's illegal as fuck, so a bunch of fucking propane, it's blowing up sheds and wow. stupid shit. I didn't even know But all that. these people, they smoke regular weed, and they're like, no, fuck that, that ain't shit. I'm like, fucking pick seeds and stems out of your bag before you fucking <laughs> smoke it. And miss one. Miss a fucking seed and light that fucking bowl and watch that fucker explode in front of you. Do it. I want you to do it. Fuck him. Fuck him. <laughs> I have no sympathy for him. Fuck him. <laughs> Fuck him. All the people tell me weed isn't addictive. No, but people are addicted to stupid shit. Yes, they are. Yeah. Weed is not addictive. People are addicted to stupid. Hey, I blew up hornets. In my yard. Oh hell yeah! This summer, like I hell so yeah, yeah, fuck yeah. I'm a pyro man. <laughs> That's badass but, like, shit. I, like I still make sure there's water around and stuff, so I don't like blow up the house. But hell yeah, I'll pour gasoline down their little holes and <laughs> let the fire go through. And people are looking at me like, okay, crazy woman. And I'm like, huh? No, I'm, I'm not I'm, burning I'm, down your house. I'm good. I'm a fucking drunk, but this shit comes as advertised. You know. <laughs> It's like the this, same shit. Yeah, this shit is the exact same shit. It, uh, I'm not saying my addiction's better than theirs. All I'm saying is, why the fuck do you got to turn a perfectly stupid. innocent thing as weed yep. into a fucking meth lab where you're burning down other people's fucking houses? Yeah, yeah no, that's bullshit. Exactly. I agree. Like Fruitland. It, all through Fruitland, there's a shitload of campers yeah. for events that will explode if there's a fire nearby. All the fucking meth lab campers in Fruitland. Yep. And they have fu- one on our street. There you go. There you and go. I know for a fact that one of those days, if they don't do something, it's gonna. Yeah, oh, even better. You don't. Have, you don't have a fucking house after that. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's the. That's the. Because unfortunately, the wonders of the Uinta basement. The basement. I love it. Do the you know that um, people that that actually sell and do the drugs are more protected by the law than the people that don't yeah yeah yep yep it's a, it's the same thing as pedophilia being a fucking sexual orientation now oh that's just handled i could just send a picture to my dad and it's good <laughs> you gave me a look like you didn't hear about that i didn't no they're protected they're protected what? They're how pro- are they protected pe- pedophiles are protected in prison that's a sexual orientation. Oh, they are. Yeah. I'll be damned. Because they'll kill them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, fuck. No, they should die. Yeah. I mean, That's why if you are I, a pedophile, like I'll say right now, I won't name the group that's out there, but if they find you before the cops do and the cops know who they are, yeah. you're dead. Yeah. Well, and nobody will ever question your One, death. there's there's shit cases. So okay? bad, there's shit cases. And but I'm sorry, but cases. if you you do that to a child, mm. 
Like I, yeah, I but, can't but there, say there's, that. There's I different grades. Yeah, like there, the statutory right, right. statutory right. rate of an 18 year old or a 19 year old that's fucking around with a 17 year old. Yeah. Okay, so that's actually changed. Did you know that? I no. did not know that. Yes. Yeah, so that? the so the laws have changed on that. So if if there's a girl, guy, whatever, it doesn't matter if they're 17. If they are 16 or older, and there is like within a three to like seven year difference of 18 they can't go after them for any kind of um as long as it was consensual the parents can't like pin that against i mean obviously yeah but the the parents the parents aren't forced to uh bring forward social media or text evidence or anything like that but a lot of a lot of the cases that have gotten and especially in the Uena basin the basin's is, the fucking worst for this and so so a lot the of the cases that we're going through was because and i know this because one of my son's friends was actually set up yep from this and he came to me and, and that's actually why i know the laws have changed and he was just freaking out because obviously he and his girlfriend, whatever, she was a year older than him, or no, he was a year older than yeah. her, and hers, their, her mom and dad were like threatening to come after him. Yeah. And I was like, all right, let me look up the laws. Let me see what I can do. Like, I'll be your lawyer. I don't care. Whatever. Like, I'll help you. And so I went through everything, and there wasn't a damn thing they could do. See, and, she was consensual. She even said it was consensual, but the parents still wanted to press charges. See, that's bullshit. Yeah. See, and, see and b- b- before I tell the story, I have to give a verification. My mother was a crazy fucking drunk for a long goddamn time. Actually, pretty much until she fucking died. But she got more sane as as her dying years. She right. kn- She knew her time was coming, so she... Tried to make amends. Yeah, she was still a crazy fucking drunk, but she tried to make amends. But when I got with my wife, I was 15, and my wife was 18 years old. Okay. We were together. My wife came pouncing on my mother-in-law's fucking door at 2 o'clock in the morning. She was fall down fucking drunk. My mom was a mess. Oh, wow. Threatening to fucking press charges that that my wife was raping me. Wait, your mom did? Yeah, my mom did this. So your mom was going to say that she was raping you? Yeah. But doesn't that sound so much different than if it was the ages were fucking reversed? Yeah, so wait, she if was... If the ages were reversed, there could have been actual charges. Wait, how but old nobody, were you? I was uh, 15, 16. And how old was she? 18. Yeah, see, nowadays that wouldn't fly. Either way. Yeah. I, I hope that changed with... It did. Back, well, with... Three with, years. With me being a... With me being a guy and with my wife being a female, it wouldn't have fucking stood a chance then no, either. It wouldn't have because they were so yeah. But no, in flip right. reverse, I know at least five fucking guys. Oh, you would have been in jail in a, in a heartbeat. I know at least five guys that went to jail for hooking up with high school girls, yeah. and they were eighteen, whether they were in high school or had graduated. And you got guys that are pedophiles that go to court, get off because they spend yep. enough money. That actually yep. molested children, and they have yeah. the, and they walk away, they and have, then if somebody with the statutory rape has to be a sex offender the rest of their life. They, exactly, they have their own fucking separate pod in prison because they're a protected group now. Fuck that. 
Fuck yeah, that. I, I disagree. I don't, I don't know how many... I disagree with there, all that. And there's I, a lot... Like, you gotta remember, like, we are in Utah... And you've got to remember that there are states out there that Utah Utah don't. is reputably 10 years behind every they fucking are. law in the yes, country. Yes, they are. They are. They're behind the school Every system. fucking law. Yeah, and we're in the basin. We're 15 years behind. Yeah, yeah exactly. It, the yeah. basin is just barely picking up the Bush regulation on fucking <laughs> No Child Left Behind, which was designed to drop oh the fucking gosh. curriculum you so people no can pass. Yeah. They pushed out so many, because Doyle was actually one of them. So when Bush put that in place, yeah, I'm a product. Doyle of had to leave his leave the school because he was already close to retiring, mm-hmm. and we, he would have had to go back to school and did two, ten more years of school. When we moved here from Colorado, and I brought my daughter in to as a freshman, yeah. They, they told her, they gave her a class, and she brought it home, and I said, why are you in this class? Well, they said, I have to take it. I said, you already took it. You aced it. Why are you in this class? Well, I have to take it. I said, well, crap, let's go. I walked in there, and like, well, it's mandatory as a freshman. They have to take it. Mm-hmm. I said, she already took the damn class. She got an A, put her up to the next class. Yeah. I don't care what class it puts her in. I don't care what grade. She's already taking it. Why are you going to put my kids behind? When they've already gone through it. Like, don't put her behind. Move her forward. So I fought the school on that. And it it was a fight. And I taught, like, the one thing this town has learned about me and and a lot of people (laughs) don't like it about me, but you don't mess with my kids. Yeah. One woman did. Mama Bear's great. Yeah, Mama Bear comes out. I followed a woman back to her work because she yelled at my daughter in the the, the, um, fabric store. And I followed her back to her store in a grocery store. I didn't care how many people shut up. I don't care how many people listen. She got everything she needed to hear. Because yeah. my kids, you don't mess with them. See, and, see, and I'm, I'm a product of the no child left behind. Okay, I'm, I'm 28. I'm, okay, so I'm, he was left right behind. Yeah. Well, I'm 20, 29. I was born in 90 fucking two. However old that fucking <laughs> okay. is. Okay. But I'm... I'm, high school. I'm older than your kids. Yeah. I'm older than your kids, You're and I'm, I'm younger than three y'all. years. Yeah. Yeah. I'm older than your kids, but I'm younger than y'all. I'm yeah. I'm I'm in the middle area. I'm a product of No Child Left Behind, and I was like literally the curriculum fucking dropped, and I still had to drop out. I'm a fucking idiot. I'm not anything You're special. You're not an idiot. Uh, according to school curriculum, I am. Okay, but, but here, here, here's one thing and I'll tell you. And according tell you to this. a shitload of our listeners, I'm a fucking idiot. <laughs> well, you know what? My father. We all are. My father dropped out of school. He took the GED test before it was ever released overseas. Oh. He passed it, didn't even know he got a GED. <laughs> and he worked on cable TV and he built the internet the tv system throughout the u.s and he he's retiring now and tell you what that man made a lot of money and now he's got a all the old equipment he built part of strata out here before i even knew roosevelt existed oh yeah you bet you bet you bet (laughs) well and there was supposed to be a program that was going to go in place called the um utopia Project, yep. and that was they were no, going to run I, I do, cable that, through yep. that. Well, my dad was over that. Uh, Strata and carried some of that on, yep. 
So when they had my dad want to build it, my dad said, this is how much it's going to cost. This is what I need if you want me to build this project. And so as they started getting going, they said, well, we're not going to pay for this. We're not going to pay for that. And my dad said, I'm out. I'm not going to build your project because you're not going to build it right. And when it fails, I'm not going to be at fault. And yeah. so he walked away from it, the yeah. Utopia Project went under. Yeah. So you're not an idiot. A lot of people that don't go all the way through school, that doesn't mean crap. Oh, no. oh, it matters what you do with the oh, rest oh, of your life. Oh, oh. Oh no, my me dropping out of high school is not what makes me an idiot. Okay, what makes I'm a, you an idiot? I'm an idiot on a lot of other fucking levels. <laughs> I promise that. Uh, I'm trying to help convince your non-idiot savant. Not when your four-way <laughs> monitors goes off and you start running a grinder to grind off fucking rods oh. uh, in the process of shit. Yeah. That makes you an idiot. Okay. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm Shut an idiot. I'm, a, I'm an idiot on a lot of levels okay. that are not my high school uh, agenda. <laughs> okay. But um <laughs> I, uh, Jesus Christ, what the fuck was I? Oh, as far as the, the no child left behind rule goes, they dropped the agenda. Uh-huh. I have a lot of friends that graduated-ish high school yeah. at Union. Uh-huh. Gra- they got to walk, but weren't given diplomas. Yeah, yeah. I was one of those at my school. Yeah, they, they walked, but weren't given diplomas. Uh-huh. It, but the, it was chalked as a success story. But they ended up on meth and on rigs. No, I got my diploma, so and yeah, I understand. Like it, it, the whole thing, the whole thing of my generation just got mixed up. There was no sense being made, and yeah. we have been through Democrats, Republican, back to Democrat. Nothing's been done. Like the kids keep getting fucking dumber. Like my 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 son, he's in the first grade. His biggest infatuation with life is flipping em- half-empty water bottles to land on their top. That's his fucking infatuation. That's pretty smart, actually. It, it's smart in physics, but nobody's <laughs> going to teach him physics because high school dropped physics. Yeah. Like, I've actually gone to the... I've act, so I've actually gone... Because I don't have grandkids and my kids are older. I've actually gone and asked if I can go in and teach like art or you know some kind of creative project in the schools just once a week because mm-hmm. I used to do that when my kids were in school but no you're right they drop so many crappy programs or not crappy programs they drop so many good programs and just threw crap in there that these kids aren't even getting art and art stimulates your brain it relaxes you so that you can continue into your math so, and do your science. And so, they've taken so, so much away. So football programs keep getting more and more money, but band classes keep losing money. Oh, yeah. Art classes draws lose money. Things Just in. constant. You know, it's not like the, the pep band at the fucking football game was entertaining everybody this whole time. But the meantime, this education, this is my son uh, in first, first grade or second grade. Jesus Christ, first grade, I think. The extent of his, I got to sit and listen to... I gotta sit and listen to that. Like that's his entertainment, because there's no fucking art. There's no anything. No, his they, entertainment they is flipping that fucking water bottle they up did. and down. They took yeah. all art out. And you know, it's not the school's responsibility. It's been a long time since I've been around it's school not, kids. You know, I'm so I, I'm not even familiar with what's going on. It's it's not the school's job to educate my kids, and that's that's what I feel is so wrong with my generation, which is we're, we're all having kids now. 
that's where the country's fucking going wrong. I always thought homework. Yes. Well, you I'll... go to school for eight hours a day. You come home. That's a work schedule. Oh yeah. Yeah. And then let's put two hours of homework on a kid at night. Well, it, did did let's you start them out early? You know, I did, mean, that's we're all we... setting up for work. Did you yeah. learn how to parent by doing fucking eight hours at a time? No. No. no we're fucking constantly learning, and so is my kid. Yeah. And yep. the fact, like, it's not the co- the school's job to teach my kid things. And my generation thinks it's the school's job to teach our kids fucking everything. No, and it's not. Which it's fucking not. It's the parents' job. Which my generation is the fucking awfulest people in American history. (laughs) And it's the fuck. It's building into the. uh, Really? I just have to laugh because I've worked with all of you. I'm not going to argue with you on that. I'm I'm totally. No, we're going to help things by painting a big big fucking building red. Yeah. Let's fucking fix the situation. Yeah. No, it's stupid. And that's my generation that fucking did that. My generation were the the worst fucking people and we're having kids (laughs) that are the awfulest fucking people. You go into grocery stores and watch these kids throw fit and you just wait for the parent to punt them across the fucking grocery store. And it never fucking happens. And it's so frustrating to me because it's illegal to spank your kids. No, not anymore. It changed that. I fucking hope. Because I've been fucking doing it since my kids were born. As long as you spank your child for a reason, you're not doing it to injure them. I fucking hope. You do. It is no longer. I do a lot of torturous shit to my kids. Dude, I'll tell you what. My my kids could get hurt over a lot of shit that I do to, that I let them do to themselves. Yeah. And fuck them. That's trial and error. Did did you have a helmet when you when you grew up riding bikes, skateboards, all that shit? Know. Did you? No. Your parents bought you scooters, skateboards, bikes, mm-hmm. whatever. Didn't even, it was. I don't remember. Never bought you a bike. When I was growing up. Did you ever have a fucking helmet through any of nope, this shit? I had a BMX Hell bike. I was not allowed to ride a girl's bike. All right. So so my my daughter she wants to get into barrel racing. Mm. And it it blew my fucking mind. Be, first, because that's I'm, actually cool. No, I'm fucking terrified of horses. It's not as cool as a fucking. Sentence. I used to sound like, like Kelly. Oh my gosh! Not that into this whole I, situation. I'm not a big fan. Um, I they're love they're a, they're a big dog. Yeah, but a lot of money. It, if she it has could here, fucking be. But, but here, do you know how much a four wheeler or a dirt let's, bike let's, eats during the fucking winter? It sits right there. Yeah, it but don't listen. eat shit. <laughs> Okay, but listen, if she, if you, how old is she? Six. Okay, so she's very young. Yeah. So, at this point in her life, she's going to be fatuated with horses. That, that's just, yeah. that's natural. Yeah, a little girl wants a pony. Yeah. So, Sometimes they grow through it. But if you allow her to seek that out. And I'm not saying go buy her a horse by any means. I'm not. There's plenty of people. No, around she's here. she's saying go buy her a horse. Right, not me. I, right. I get, <laughs> I no, no, I, no. Shit. I get that. But what I'm saying is that I'm sure you know plenty of people around here that probably have that, horses. That's the perks. That's so. I have redneck friends. Take her, let her experience, see yeah. how she interacts with the horse, because honestly, she might have a gift that you don't even know. But my and if she does, and if she takes care of, because and, and I'll explain why I'm saying this, okay? 
So if she does, and let's say through, you know, up until, I mean, it would be like 16, 17 years old. But if she's like, okay, I really like this horse, I'm I'm going to go take care of it. Even though it's not mine, I'm going to go take yeah. care of it. I'm going to learn what I need to do. I'm going to ride it, okay? Yeah. If she does that and she has a natural ability and that's something that she has. Then let's jump into Then yeah. it's like, okay, you've proven it. Yeah. My son, I had a wolf. My son automatically was like, oh, I want a husky. Well, all right. Well, when I'm at the Mayo Clinic, where's my dog? Because my dog doesn't want to be left behind. Wolves don't want to be left behind. They have one owner and one owner only. And that dog would only listen to me. He learned how to take care of her. He took care of her when I was gone. When I came back, my dog was well fed. She was healthy. They never let anything happen to her. And she was a brat. Yeah. She was like... Wolves are not easy. Like, when I jumped off my bike... And I put my knee into that dog's neck. I wasn't messing around. She knew damn well that with one inch, I would snap her neck if she didn't listen to me. My son, he raised her. He took care of her. At 18-year-old, he got a husky. That dog is so well-trained. But he had to prove it. Yeah. Because anybody can want anything. Yeah. You know, any little girl. Oh, I want a pony, and I want this, and I want that. But if you've got people around you that she can go to, yeah. and you don't have to put in the the financial, it just kind of well, happens. Well, that, that's that's what the catch is, okay? So so I got to buy a saddle because my friends don't have a saddle for, well, Jesus, okay. Jesus you know Stevie, she's tiny. Mm-hmm. You know my daughter, she's tiny, tiny little girl. Is she? So she can't ride a... Regular li- a, a little girl's saddle. Like I gotta buy this, buy her a saddle. For yeah, you got to black. Probably. I bet she would have one. But but all the same, that that's three hundred bucks. Okay, three hundred bucks for a saddle. If she doesn't get into it, I can flip a three hundred dollars. Right. Saddle. I'm not worried right, about that. Exactly. The tack, the fucking thing eats all goddamn winter but when it's too cold to but fucking. That's die. what I'm saying. That it needs to stay. Somebody else's horse. Oh, it is. That, I'm, 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 I'm working on that. To, it's, it's entirely somebody yeah, else's. Yeah, that fucking you don't horse. have to pay for it. That you. The problem is, I kind of like the goddamn horse myself. <laughs> and oh, I don't fucking now, like horses. now we're getting to. Yep. The now we're part. getting yeah. to the point. Now we're getting to the but, part. But the deep issue is one of the first things that come to mind is I, I took my daughter to the barrel races, mm-hmm. and our friend, she, she's a freshman in high school. Mm-hmm. And she's getting into barrel racing. She's my niece-ish oh, okay. through family. Okay. But she just walked Stevie around the barrels and made it fun, and just oh, I just bet. had had a deep uh, had a fun time, and it it was sweet. But there mm-hmm. was some uh, probably fifteen, sixteen year old girl on a horse out there running blitz fucking time on this barrel race oh, yeah. wearing a helmet i'm like holy fuck they make helmets for this oh, yeah. <laughs> that's where we're coming from and the next yeah. thing i jumped to was all right i gotta get my daughter a helmet and then i thought about it like, do you know how many fucking concussions i have and then i thought about it. i'm like god damn it i have epilepsy <laughs> uh, i never once had a fucking helmet growing up oh all right, but fuck that. I, I, I still believe helmets are what pussied my fucking generation. Hey. 
I still feel like this. I don't this. know. A helmet on a horse might be a good thing for me. Yeah, that's basically. what I'm saying. Like, this horse could fucking take off and yeah. you're six foot in the air. Yeah, no you're landing yeah. on rocks. Yeah, like, like, a helmet is appropriate. Oh, I've been on my head. There's right. some There's some pretty serious I grew up with horses. So, it's like a toss. I feel like helmets are what pussified my generation. Yes. But... I ended up with fucking epilepsy. So it's like a sixes with me. Like, I don't know. Yeah, we See, gr- my kids don't wear helmets. You know, I when I mountain bike, I, I wear a helmet. Yeah. When, 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 oh, goodness. You when, sound like Craig. He's when I mountain bike, like I could jump on these Hondas right here and ride them all day. And I don't even pay attention to putting a helmet on. Really? But so when I mountain bike, the it's, it's the people. That I've rode with in the past, oh, okay. and the negativity. I've been to Moab, and I rode with some of the Moab local oh, guys. Oh, that would be so cool! And, and so I'll throw one on. And the reason why I do it, it's the same reason why I throw a seatbelt on. It's not for me. Got it's it. for least I tried. Yeah. If I didn't make it home, safety harness is the same thing. I slipped off of a. a Three foot beam at a powerhouse up in Craig, Colorado. Oh wow! I was walking. It was either drop a hundred foot down and walk down across the lane to come back up five stories. I thought, you know what? I'll just walk the beam across. Yeah. I walked the beam across. I hit ice and I slid. Oh my gosh! Oh. And my life flashed before me. And then the next day, the owner of the company says, "I watched you walk across that beam." No, you didn't. Yeah, I did. I was, <laughs> you didn't see shit, motherfucker. But what I realized is it's, it's not about me on those safety restraints. It's it's about the other people that at least you tried and put forth an effort instead of them saying, I wish Dad would have put a, a damn seatbelt on. That makes sense. Yeah. I, so. actually flat, I actually did flatline when I was at the Mayo Clinic. Mm-hmm. And... You know, I, I really did. I fought it really hard, and I, I, I yelled to have them let me let my husband come in. And it took him, like, three hours to do an epidural. And I yeah. was getting the pain pump, which was every seven minutes. Mm-hmm. And they got the epidural in. I was in tears, didn't want it. But I, it was just, I was so over it, but they did it anyways. And they're like, okay, it's in. They started taking me up, and I told the nurse i said i don't feel good something's wrong yeah i said where's my husband at and she's like he's in the front part we'll get him back here you know yeah and then i i just told her i said something doesn't feel right i i don't i don't feel right like my vision's going i i can't see you oh you'll be okay we're almost up to the icu floor which is like freaking from the bottom of the hospital to the clear top you know yeah and I remember the cardiologist going by and just saying, you don't look good. And I was like, huh, well, I keep saying I don't feel good. And they got me hooked up. And I, the nurse said that my blood pressure was below 30. That's how yeah. hard I was fighting because I was like, I wanted my husband in there. Mm-hmm. Like, I was pissed. And I heard him call code red. And then when I heard him call code blue, that's when, that's when I let go. But then when I got to the other side, it flip-flopped. Then I was like, oh, hell no, I ain't going back. <laughs> like, I have no pain, I'm good. Like, no, I'll just stay right here. I don't want to go back. Yeah. 
And it was, and then I started fighting as hard as I was to stay there. And just, I heard three girl, three women really upset that I didn't see my mom, you know, just all this stuff going through afterwards. But some guy, I, I don't know who it was. I didn't, I didn't see this white light. I didn't like go in and see yeah. all these feathery angels or anything. I describe it more of like what a sunset looks like, like yeah. kind of what that yeah. atmosphere is. That's kind of what it was more like for me and just very, no pain, just very calm. But I'll tell you what, that guy came down, he was like, you're not staying here, you're going back. And I was kicked back so fast that I was yelling at the <laughs> hospital people like I was to them. How the hell like, you fuck up bad enough in your life, you get kicked back from heaven. I got kicked back onto <laughs> this earth and said I could not stay. Sorry, sorry I got to give some comedy no, shit. No, I know. Yeah, yeah. I got Seriously, it. right? Because I was like, damn, this is, like, awesome. Like, you got rejected. Just, yeah. And I'm like. Hell yeah, I'm margaritas like, in Cabo. Yeah, I'm like, just totally chilling, totally good. And then all of a sudden it's like, no, you can't stay here. Get the frick out. And I was like. Yeah, fuck no hurt for the next year. Okay, so. thanks. <laughs> it was it was that fast. And well, I'm glad what, I'm glad you're here. I am too. I am too. And my kids and um, Kelly, he's oh man, he's been through so much and with his window cleaning and just yeah. trying to keep that going out here, especially with the cold weather. I'd imagine. You know, he's had four surgeries now. So, hoping to get him out of that and maybe, like, into programming or something. But, yeah, he needs to – I think he has kind of, like, a tie to his customers, like, like feeling obligated, like, not wanting to leave them. It's the basin. And me, I'm like, screw them. I was like, (laughs) it's your life. Like, tell them, no, you're done. Like, move on. It's – very understandable. So I guess I am better at, I guess where I've moved so much, like I'm better at cutting off people than he is. Yeah. And um, th- this, I, this area is really exceptional at building an addiction to pleasing the customer. You're right. A lot of us. But have we all, jobs. we all know each other too. All of us have wow. been through misery and near death experiences just to please the customer. Yeah. We, we've we've all done this out here. See, and I wasn't... Maybe that's why people didn't like me at a point, because I'll tell you what. People came in my store, and I didn't like the way they acted. I booted them. I told them, go to Vernal, don't come back. No, I really yeah. did. See, seeing, seeing out here, I, Quinn can speak on this with his company. We've done some shit that we shouldn't have lived through but i believe that he's the company yeah i believe that and it, w- with being in the energy industry we don't know the customer like the customer is worldwide right it's, yeah, it's stockholders we don't we don't know and That's it could true. be the the stockholders whatever it is with being a business you know the customer you mm-hmm. know who it, i've never come back here again like, well, fine get fucked yeah. Fine. The next person will fucking walk in. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter. But f- with the basin in general, and Chad at Marion's is. Oh well, my gosh. He deals with so much. He's and amazing. I, I, being in a business in the basin would be so difficult because everybody is accustomed to 
loyalty to customer no matter how big of a cunt they can be. He yeah. took care of my children and his wife is actually yep. the reason why we have our home. Yep, Chad is, so is the shit. Like Chad is he, as good as it gets. Good guy. He take, him like, and him yeah. and Dean, but Dean's past now. Dean Townsend. Yeah, Dean, I worked with Dean. Dean was as good and that of was a his fucking dad? human. No, no. Okay. Dean Townsend. He he managed uh, LCL forever, and he worked for us in our warehouse. Yep, yep. He was ran. this recent? Uh, mm, Dean five. died in Maybe fifteen, eight fourteen, years? fourteen so that was or thirteen. When we were building our house, okay. Yeah, when Dean passed away, that was a bad deal. That was yeah. a tragic fucking accident. But yeah, I was there. Wait, is yep. that yeah, Dean Townsend? That. Yeah, Dean Townsend. Chantel, Chantel Townsend's dad? dad? Yep. yep, Chantel's dad. Oh my gosh, yeah. Okay, so Chantel and my daughter were like best friends. Yeah. Yeah, yep. and then same with Chantel my daughter. Actually, moved on. So Chantel's your daughter with the jazz as well. Now. Yeah, Chantel's so dancing. So your your with the daughter probably knows my daughter. Uh, she was drill team in high school. Yeah, and then um, she went on, and she is she still with the jazz? Yep, she's still with the yeah, jazz. Yeah, that's what yep. I thought. I was very proud of her. So my daughter and her, we actually lived um, for a little bit on Lagoon Street, right where that white house is, mm-hmm. like in the back, and you kind of go back. Okay. So we lived like not far from Skyline. We were actually in Terry's ward for a little bit. Okay. Kelly's sister. Gotcha. So yeah, so we lived just like right across the street from. So oh now okay now yeah, I know and, who you're talking about. Yeah, and uh, Chantel's sister Chelsea, she's mm-hmm. my age. Yes. I know her too. Ch- Chelsea's yep. a fucking goddess among women. Chelsea's killing it, doing. Great. I had to pretend to be Kelly's girlfriend because they were one of them was like in love with Kelly when we came out. It was so funny because Whitney, um, Whitney Cooland. Yeah, I know, know Whitney, right? I know Whitney. Yeah. Okay, so she's, she's my niece. Yeah. So we're in the hot tub and Kelly's like, will you pretend to be my girlfriend? Because these kids are really young. <laughs> so I, I did, we just played it. It was like a playoff thing, but that's so funny because they were always hanging out over at Terry's house and stuff. And no, they're they great They're such and, a good family, and their mom, uh, she's just such an amazing yeah, woman. Yeah, Bri- Bridget is a uh, goddess among... Yeah, I, yeah. I have nothing but good things to Bridget's say about that great, family. They are just... That's, that's that's another basin legend. That was a, that was a, that yeah. was a really. D, Dino's a basin legend. Oh, yeah, that, that was just... Definitely good. stories behind that. That was awful. I, yeah. I will say that was that was one of the things that really that was a family that we didn't know very well. Yeah, me and Ugh. Ozzy were right behind us. Yeah, we're heading to work. It happened Ozzie. on the way to work. Yep, happened on the way. Austin Breathway. Okay. Yeah, that was that was. A Shout good. out to you, Austin Breathway. <laughs> we'll talk Monday. <laughs> no, I actually, actually that day I was uh, doing some wells for the company up there. I was constructing shit, and mm-hmm. uh, I want to say it was uh, we were talking about him earlier. Can't remember. It, it, it was a uh, foreman ish. It was after Bryce had. Oh, yeah. I got you. Yeah. Uh, uh, Crum. Yeah. He he was talking about how uh, they they lost a guy in that wreck, and when I was headed to the location, I saw that. Well, when I was headed to pick my guys up, I saw the ambulance take off. Oh wow! That was bad. 
And then when we were coming back, I saw the ambulance come back with its lights off. Yeah. And yeah. Didn't know oh. what the fuck was going on. And then I found out it was Dino. And my phone blew up and I blew up. Shit, I broke down. Shit, I worked for Dean for a bunch of years. I've known Dean my whole life. Like He was a good guy. Yep. He really was. He cared about I everybody that was around him. Like, he he cared about the kids. He cared about just... He, he was a really, really good guy. Definitely. On a flip side note. There we go. To yeah. end this conversation. There we go. There you on go. a mildly bright note. I was going to say, how are we going like, to end this one? We're going down, down dark. Let's, I'm getting sad. Let's jump with a shit talk story, please. A shit talk story? Shit talk story. You, you want a shit talk story from me? Yes, I do. <laughs> oh, we haven't done this forever. What is your most exciting, most fun, slash embarrassing, most painful, I don't give a shit, what is your most exciting poop story? <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, Cody. Okay, here we go. I'm hey, gonna give you, you are our first honesty. female ever on uh, you went to basement. Hey, I'm gonna give you full honesty. Okay, Hell here we go. Yeah. Jesus Christ, I did it on here my you, first here appearance. You, here you go. <laughs> okay, so in California, <laughs> oh my gosh, can't even. This is I, an eagle song. Can't even believe I'm saying this. So California, California, San Andreas, <laughs> where we lived, and I have Crohn's disease. So you, you yes, know what yes. Crohn's disease yes, is? Yes, I do. Well, I didn't know I had it when I was younger. I didn't eat a lot at school. Yeah. I actually would throw my lunches away, and I would hardly ever eat. Yeah. And I don't know what the hell my mom put in my lunch, but, <laughs> oh, man. Gunpowder. Whatever. I don't know. Probably <laughs> kill me. She's my stepmom. Gunpowder and lead. <laughs> she probably put, like, some freaking laxative in it. It was it a Hogden 4350. She's like, she's too fat. I'm going to throw this in there. I don't know. It was, Had it was some oh, to do good old 80s man. moms. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. You always got to be thin. You always got to look this way. Like, that's just how she was in California and just outside my family. It's like, you always have to look perfect. Yeah. So, I'm walking home from school, and I am my best friend. I, I actually played softball at the time, so I was on a softball okay. league. So... We're walking home from school, and I think I was like mm, six. No, I was like fourth or fifth grade. Okay. I think I was. I was young. Well, the most people are supposed years to old. laugh at a eleven-year-old having Crohn's disease, having a shit accident. But just so you know, oh. I'm a fucking savage and will probably laugh. Finish oh, the story, please. it's funny as hell. <laughs> so I get halfway home and I'm like, because I won't go to the bathroom. Until this day, like, I just hate going to the bathroom in public. Public? Yeah. No, All I, of I us. still do hate that. it. Yep. That's I why we got these stories. Time. This is yeah. exactly why <laughs> exactly. we have these stories. So, like, I'm thinking, okay, I can make it home from school. So I'm just walking, 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 walking. Oh, no. Nope. Thank goodness I was alone because I shit myself clear down my legs and on <laughs> my pants. I get in the door, in the bathroom, I'm on the phone. I don't call my mom. I call my dad and I'm like, Dad, I just did this. My dad is laughing his ass off. He's I'll bring like, a towel. 
so you got shit everywhere and i was like well on me and like not like in the house and he's like so go jump in the bathtub and throw your clothes in the washer no no it gets better it gets better so (laughs) so i'm like okay so i so i do that i jump in the bath and i'm like all right so threw the clothes in the washer well there was a phone book on top of the washer and it went in with my pants and into the dryer. So there was a full phone book and shit pants that went through the washer <laughs> and the dryer. <laughs> so it was like double suicide by the time my mom got home. So I couldn't even tell my mom what happened because I was just like dead when by the time she got home. Because I had ruined the washer and dryer. Oh, no shit. <laughs> Especially yeah. in the back of those Full days. The phone book. That's the phone book was like six like, inches yeah. thick. It's like five mag or like not even magazines. Those well, things were like catalogs. Well, shit, that was Salt Lake County too. That was a thick. No, phone. she's ca- talking Cali. I'm talking California. Oh, ca- oh, well, yeah, yeah, I was that- like a phone book like this. Like you're talking like probably a foot. Those were our booster seats growing <laughs> yeah. up. Yeah, yes. exactly. That yes. was my booster yes. seat when I was a kid. Yeah, that, yeah, that thing went through the washer and the dryer. And oh my gosh, I'll tell you what, I was grounded forever. Just, <laughs> just for, because I was like so, yeah. You know, and then there, you know, there's another story with that too. Is please go. So then this lady decides to show up. And my mom works for a doctor, so you know she you'd think the stepmom would be a little bit more sympathetic, but no. But um so all of a sudden this lady's like pounding on the window and pounding on the door. And I'm like, okay, 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 I got a dog. Bark, bark. Like, come on, bark. Dog's not barking, and I was like, Oh show, show, shit, what do I do? So I call her and she's like, Why are you calling me? Just call the cops. I was like, because you live, like, just right down there and, or work right there and you could come. Call the cops. Don't call me. So she hung up on me. So called the cops. Yeah. It was a meth head trying to get drugs and getting into people's houses. I'll but be Yeah, so it, it was all, like, <laughs> that one great, wonderful day. I still give my dad shit about leaving off and working away because I'll tell you what, those were the moments that... Some of the stupidest things happened that I did and went through. So that I that probably taught maybe <laughs> you, one of your stories. You, no, it, it topped all of them. Actually, that one <laughs> topped mine. And I I got I gotta say, Quinn, <laughs> the shit talk stories that died off for a minute. Yes, we it's got to make a comeback. Well, they're coming the back. Talks. I thought about the same thing this week. But you know what? If people thought we were fucked up before. <laughs> Let's go ahead and laugh at a fucking sixth grader with Crohn's disease shitting her pants. And <laughs> you, know. you know what? And we'll see where shit goes from there, but shit does talk. Hell yeah. She <laughs> laughed about it. And <laughs> thank you for your enough. thank you. Thank you for your service, man. Yeah. Thank, you. Thank, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> nope, we love it. Hell yes, that's a great All right, Cody, thing. where can we find you? Uh, Cody Giles on Facebook for a minute till I finally no, get you're full fed shit, up with yeah. Facebook shit. You know damn well I ain't gonna delete the shit, but Facebook you're Facebook's bullshit. It makes me want to fucking delete it, but I won't delete it. <laughs> oh wait, wait! Tell you start putting uh, uh, privacy or uh, private. 
pages and and oh my shit's yeah. already holy private shit as fuck, oh my man. god my with this podcast I've I've played around with all kinds oh, of shit on fuck. Facebook oh, they I want bet. to promote it and and they want money and and yeah. this and that and you're like well, let's just go with it I got a bunch of people that are messaging me that said within a month I could have ten thousand uh, listeners and you're like uh huh for one hundred and eighty bucks. And you're oh, like, oh, he's just 180 bucks. <laughs> Do you want me just to send that on my social security or my Venmo or credit card? What hey, do you want? Hey, just yeah. put your mouth on it. I promise yep. I won't come. Definitely. <laughs> Where can we find you? I'm on Facebook, Crystal Wilkins. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And uh, we'd love time. to have you on anytime. Yeah, you have great yeah, guests. You guys are fun. This and fun. it's fun to have a third to come in here and actually break up the monotony. You know, yeah. Cody and I look at each other and we're like, Having a anything? female actually, it worked out great. It was Should've awesome. Yeah, it, it worked out better than I was. I was a little nervous. I mean, I'm gonna be honest, but Shit, we were real goddamn nervous. I promise that. <laughs> you were, but yeah, yeah. But, but the first yeah. podcast I ever did, we you were know, real I mean, offensive. So. It, was, it was bad. Yeah, it, it, it takes more to offend me than what you guys said. Perfect. Perfect. So you could be a guest anytime. All right. All right. Uh, find us on the You Went to Basement podcast on. Facebook, you went to underscore basement on Instagram, uh, Eskimo.col at gmail.com for our email and shit. Cody's oldie fans, you could get catch us both on it once in a while. Yeah, that's Bukaki under slash two three four female sluts slash underage women. All right. <laughs> Support the podcast, guys. Come on. Yeah. Get out there. Like and subscribe. Adios, yes. fuckers. All right. Episode 27. And we're out of here. Yeah. Thank you.